Hey there, and welcome to the Nerd of Godcast, episode 42. This is your episode overture, which is kind of like a coming attractions for all the stuff you're about to hear. Now, if you're a serious geek, the number 42 should jump out at you right away. It's been referenced in a wide variety of media, from the number of Fox Mulder's apartment on the X-Files to the number of the Quinjet that flies Captain America to the helicarrier in the Avengers. It's even one of Hurley's numbers on Lost. But it traces its origins all the way back to Douglas Adams' The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, where it's known as the answer to the ultimate question. So, in honor of this being episode 42, we decided to take this time to answer your ultimate questions. Plus, we'll take a look at this week's best thing ever and let you know how you can be a featured part of the show in the best thing bracket battle. We had a great time answering your questions. We had a lot of fun, we talked over each other a lot, and we learned a little bit about ourselves. Now, as always, this conversation is far from complete, so let us know how you'd answer any of these questions by connecting with us at Nerd of Godcast across all the usual social media outlets. This is 42, and it's time to get your Godcast on. Hey there, guys and gals, geeks and gamers. You're tuned in to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Nerd of Godcast, that place where all the cool, nerdy kids come together and talk about Jesus like uh, like it's the bacon and eggs to your soul. Uh, come on down and, and get your plate full, y'all. My name is Tony T, and for the next little bit, we're going to be talking Christ culture, we're going to be talking nerd culture, all the fun things that make us freak out and build our faith. With me, as always, is Steve-O Supremo. Hello, everybody. Across the table, we got the big man, Quentin Gregory Neff. Guten Tag. Guten Tag. Uh, the lovely twins with us, as always, here, radiant and beautiful as ever. Hello. Hello. Jackie and Jessica. And uh, over here, the newest member of the Nerd Godcast crew. Official Ness, EJ Nieves. It's your boy. <laughs> and over in the producer booth, Nick the Engineer. Hello. Hi, what's going on, guys? Everything good? Man, yes. Everything's lovely. Any yes. new new things happening? Anything that's making you, you, you happy? Anything that puts a little spring in your step, a song in your heart this week? I'm glad that Megacon is over with. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Take a breath. Megacon was great. Tell us a little bit about that for the people that are not in this area or have never been a part of the Mega. For me, you know, I've done, I've been doing con- conventions now for about five years. What do you do at the conventions for our, our listeners? Well, I am an artist, and uh, you have artists have an opportunity to either do like an artist space or a booth space, depending on like you know how much space they want. Um, so I usually get a booth space because I need a little more room. Yeah, I um, feel you, brother. I just I bring. <laughs> Can all I get of, a what what from the big man gallery? <laughs> I bring all of my canvas artwork and stickers and prints and bring them on down to the convention. And, and try my luck. Now, some of us got to hang out with you this week down at MegaCon, and that was a that was a blast. But to watch you be able to work in that space was really a, a lot of fun. It was really exciting. I mean, you're you're professional, and um, it, it's just amazing. People are people clamor over this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's very true. Uh, there's especially there's a lot of times when EJ had to go do like some running around the con, and it was basically left me at the table on the table. I'm like, at one point, I had to run and get him. I'm like, dude, we have like seven people wanting to buy a painting right now, and EJ had the phone with the e-reader. I'm like, I need you in your phone because they want to meet you. Because they're all like, I want to meet the artist. I want to meet the artist. Yeah, it was really cool. And in fact, a lot of people were asking. 
painting. Uh, there was when I was there on Sunday afternoon. You were painting a, a Joker. You were actually painting yeah. it there for a young man who wanted to buy it. And um, dude, he was just watching you with his eyes just popping out of his head, dude. His jaw hanging there. It was really cool to watch you do this. I mean, I've seen you paint before, but it was it was really fun in that environment. With the, people were real energetic about it. There was one guy. He uh, he. I, I wasn't sure if he was gonna buy it. The dude with the long gray goatee, and he ended up buying that Flash. Yeah, the big the big flash, mm-hmm. and he they, was uh, checking it out and asking about it, and he yeah. kind of passed by time and time again. Uh, I was glad to see that, that he finally came back and picked it up, but it was really cool to see people coming home with awesome handmade art, like not just a print, but something that an artist poured yeah. his heart into, and uh, that they could say, "Hey, I came home with a picture of the Flash, or I came home with a picture of the Ninja Turtles, or Darth Vader, or uh, different things like that." And and it's cool because as an extension of not just your your craft, but of ministry, yeah. tell us how how your art kind of brings Christ into that environment. Well, you know, I think it's cool because um, God really has been kind of giving me an opportunity to bring Christ in. You know, for for me, I've been doing conventions now for about five years, and a lot of times, you know. In, in my personal opinion, conventions are kind of filled with a lot of, I guess, darkness and confusion. A lot of, um, there's just a lot of different types of community there. Um, and some can be on the, on the darker side. And I think what's really cool about the conventions and what God has allowed me to do with that is to, to bring the word of God there. Um, and then people come to the booth. They, they ask me all the time, hey, what does NEST stand for? Is that your name? Um, it's just kind of like this this open door that kind of just pops wide wide open when they ask me what my name is. NEHS. NEHS, and it stands for No I Have Seen, based off 1 Corinthians 2.9. So just right off the jump, you know, um, people will, will ask, hey, you know, what's going on? Um, you know, what does NEST stand for? And just every single time. So I, I, I'm just really grateful That's that in a, in a situation like that, God has kind of given me an opportunity through my name to, or through the name of the company to there's a couple of really cool. I was actually kind of surprised at how often it came up. Like, there's a couple of people I remember specifically. There was one he did a painting of Poison Ivy, and he did Poison Ivy, Harley Quinn, and Wonder Woman, all very similar styles. And across their face said "No Eye Has Seen." I think one of their eyes were yeah. obscured. And there was this one girl who was cosplaying as Poison Ivy, and I showed her the painting, and she really wanted it, and she asked what "No Eye Has Seen" was, and EJ explained that to her, and her and her boyfriend were there, and they're like, "Oh, that's really awesome." You know, because we're Christians and we really, we really like seeing like. Uh, she was dressed like poison ivy. Uh, it's like yeah. you say, put some pants on, girl. <laughs> yeah. Hey, there's yeah. a way what to do that, ivy? honestly. Yeah. Uh, well, well, like, what poison ivy did she do? Well, she, she did. did, put, she did she put some did, leaves on, girl. She did poison ivy with the uh, slave Leia bikini. Oh, right on. Yes. Okay. <laughs> it was, okay. So it was a painting. Daiwana Wanga ivy. <laughs> But, uh, it was not modest. <laughs> but it wasn't just. I ain't saying you're not safe, girl. I'm just saying you ain't got to advertise for there, everybody. There were quite a few people that were there. Close the and greenhouse. We actually had a Nerd of God cast cards, yeah. and they would see the they would see his stuff, and they would see the cards, and they'd be like, "Well, they would basically ask questions." So we were able to not only just kind of explain what EJ was doing, but EJ would also say, like, this is what I do with my paintings. Yeah. But then we also talk about this stuff on this <laughs> podcast, and That's we fun. had quite a few people ask about it and we're doing that right now yeah as promised yeah so if you were at megacon hit us up we're talking about you yeah i think we handed out every single flyer almost every single card it was it was yeah and we we had quite a stack of nerd of god you literally took all of them that i had and we we gave them all i i think i took 15 of them back at the end of the day on sunday uh, now it it was really cool. I didn't get to see you out there, Neff, but I did see <laughs> I you, you posted a picture. Yes, my man was out there dressed like Macho Man. Oh yeah, you had the whole like spangly cape on and the hat, the glasses, the beard. I mean, it was 
It was next level, dude. What you was were, that on? You were easily top 50% of the uh, the Macho Man's that yes. I saw at MegaCon. I've only, I only saw three. Yeah. I only saw three. Know. There were three? You, no, no, I saw three. I didn't three. see any other ones. No, I saw three. You were up there, bro. Like, I went, you were the, the top three. three. That I, saw, you I, were like, I got on stage. I did see one other Macho Man, and he, but he had like the tight purple shirt. Yeah, I saw him. That's the only other guy I saw. But no, but bro, you had the cape, man. You were like entrance mode. He even had a Sharpie beard. I had a Sharpie beard. Did that wash off eventually? Yeah. Was, you Actually, put it on there with Sharpie? Yes. Quentin. We need Next. to put pictures up. It's not up. the you first know. time he's done that. Okay. It's not. Yeah. We need to let our Next, fans see you. Next, you have a year. Total MegaCon 2018. Maybe that's from my beard won't grow. <laughs> <laughs> it's being blocked by Sharpie. Next year, poisoning. Yes. Invest, in a, invest in a fake beard. I did, and it didn't. We'll get you some spirit glue, and we'll just you know we'll get it going. use EJ's tripping, uh, trimmings to just collect them. <laughs> From EJ's got a robust beard, so as you trim throughout the year, just yeah. save them in a shoebox. I got you, Neff. Oh, I got you covered, a, buddy. All for us doing a group cosplay. A group cosplay. Now, really Jackie and I, for years, have all talked about the idea of doing Dark Knight Batman and Carrie Kelly Robin. I've already got my Carrie Kelly costume. Uh, well, I just got to lose a couple pounds, and then we'll, <laughs> I'll pour me in that bat suit. But uh, we did have a great great time at MegaCon. We got to meet a lot of new people. So if you are a new listener uh, that, that we met out there, um, in the words of Quentin Neff, guten Tag. Hello. So, and and But thank you guys so much. And thanks for supporting EJ. Thanks for coming thank out you. there and, uh, and being part of the fun. And uh, we did really, really have a great time. Our goal is, I'm putting it out here right now, that next year at MegaCon, we will be out there, Nerd Godcast, with table, with giveaway, with merch. Let's do it. And um, we can even record live out there, interview some people. We're going to work on getting some press credentials. Um, we're we're going to do it. I'm putting it out there right now. We're going we're gonna to name it and claim it, y'all. Claim it. Ciao. Touch your neighbor, say favor. 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 Won't he do it? Won't he do it? You're the closest one I can get to Tony it. or Nicholas. Favor. Whoa. Steven <laughs> just dove out of his chair. See, okay, that okay. I was thinking real quick. I know this is kind of a sidebar. We we I feel like we need a video, uh, like a video recording of this because like so, what so Stephen just did. There's a lot of stuff that we Neff, do here. Neff has his uh, his shirt. It's wrapped around him it's like, like a, a blanket, like, blank like, like a little kind of waist blankie. high. And for this entire time, without trying to stare down Neff, I thought that he just had a giant pair of plaid shorts on <laughs> pulled up oh to my. his chest. Oh my Steve Urkel style. Oh Steve Urkel style, because the way it's looking, like his sleeves yeah. are covered in his legs. It looks like he, he looks like Bob's big boy. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. Like, Next cosplay. I just realized that you it was your shirt, and, and now it makes more sense. But. Uh, I, I pull back the shirt. I'm actually wearing my pants. <laughs> and he's got, <laughs> and he's wearing a, the lower half of a poison ivy costume. No, <laughs> a slave Leia. Can't see that. <laughs> well, you, you know, you talked about e, uh, video, EJ. We've yeah. really been working hard to put out a lot of neat video content on oh, yeah. our YouTube page, and uh, we did one the, over the past couple weeks. We did one with Tori and Ben Line Jones. Okay. Tori and Ben Jones. <laughs> Tori and Ben Line Jones. That's like the ponds. <laughs> he's Rory Pond. He's Rory he's Pond. Ben, he's Ben Line. We did, uh, we did one with them. We, I, I just put one out last week with the high five a few days ago um man I'm, we're just having a lot of fun doing these kind of things spoiler free reviews uh in the next week i want to put one out with jackie i think i talked about it a little bit like last week when we're we're going to be looking at the first 20 minutes of an old school video game and just yeah. talking about it me from a historical point of view and her from the uh you know the sort of wow i've never seen this before point of view so uh, i'll be sort of like old man indy and she'll be my my mutt williams and <laughs> we'll we'll laboof our way through these things a lot of green screen so lots of um lots of fun opportunities to check yeah. us out in fact if you haven't checked us out on the YouTubes yet, get over there. Please uh, do us a personal favor. Like, share, subscribe. Uh, all of that goes a long way.
long way to help us out. In fact, you can connect with us all across social media platforms on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, at Nerd of Godcast. Uh, check out our blog online for lots of news and cool things you can use at nerdofgodcast.com. Or you can email us, nerdofgodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to chat with you, connect with you, and exchange whimsical animated gifts with you. And if this was a video podcast, you would see that Stephen was just uh, mouthing along with everything that I was saying. And I kind of wanted to backhand him, but I, was I don't. I also dancing to the music that you're going to be putting over there. That's right. As soon as you started saying Yeah. Uh, so we have a contest, speaking of friends online, uh, that we started running last week. God bless you. And um, and I wanted to announce our winner right now. I know. This is so cool. It's one of my favorite things to be able to give away free stuff. Uh, in fact, all of our Patreon sponsors, kind of above and beyond the, the little things that they get for supporting us at a certain level. Last week, I was just feeling fancy and I just decided <laughs> I'm going to mail them all presents. So we mailed all of our Patreon sponsors um, a cool Nerd of Godcast button, uh, a decal sticker, and uh, a little card just saying thanks so much from us. So we, we do love our Patreon sponsors, but now we're going to give something else away. Uh, a couple weeks ago I said help us out. Again, every like, every share, every review helps us out a lot. And uh, I said, will you please go to our, uh, pay, uh, our page on iTunes. iTunes. Thank you. And um, Check out our podcast and give us a review. And uh, we had several people do that. And uh, I just want to announce right now the winner of the Who Just Left Us a Review. We're going to send you something for free. I need a better name for that. Name pending. <laughs> Contest. And um, right now it's going to be the winner. And thank you so much for doing this, by the way. Um, his name is Kevin Wilg. W-I-L-G. Uh, left as a five-star review. Thank you so much, Kevin. You just won something for free! Hey! And the crowd went wild. It's pretty simple. If you love Jesus and nerd stuff, this podcast has it both. Look no further. Everyone in this podcast does an amazing job at mixing the nerd kingdom and the kingdom of Jesus. An uplifting, fun podcast. Five stars. Nice. So thank you so much, Kevin, for your awesome you. feedback. And um, for all the rest of you guys that jumped in there and did that as well, there's, there's many more. Um, and keep doing it. If you haven't done it yet, Pause, swing right over there. Maybe you're listening right now on iTunes, so it's just a quick click away. Create uh, a new iTunes account. <laughs> we don't leave us a review. We don't cheat the system. <laughs> we no, had, Steven. Okay, let's talk about cheating. <laughs> so there's a there's a uh -oh. local newspaper in Orlando, EJ, and uh, they they run a Best of Orlando yes. every year, and uh, they ask. I mean, everything that you can imagine. Best place to get chicken wings. Best place to get pizza. Best, best laundry mat. Best wax. laundry mat. Crazy stuff. My my mom's house. I bring my mom <laughs> laundry. <laughs> She sorts the darks from the lights. And she doesn't charge me. She doesn't charge me. I just I just have to bring my own tide. And Neff is dying. Neff is allergic Hold to dying. I think he All tried right. to time out before. I think, I think he just coughed up a ham. ham. All those hot dogs we just had. I had canned ham last night. Did you really? It was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it like spam? Yes. Is that's what, it's that's basically what, what it is. Exactly oh, well, I like spam. Do you? Yeah. Shut your mouth. No, no seriously, spam I grew up eating spam. Spam, spam is just a brand I name. I know a guy, he, swear, he swears by it, dude. If he, I like spam. If he, um, 
like he takes a can of spam mm-hmm. and he'll slice it and he'll just put it in the pan and fry it, yeah. skillet fry it a little bit mm-hmm. with some with some soy sauce on there. Okay, no soy sauce, but everything and I'm else. Like, you're yes. putting soy sauce on spam. That is like mm-hmm. nitrates on nitrates, man. I'm not a doctor. It's all the sodium. But you gonna die. <laughs> I'm watching my cholesterol. <laughs> <laughs> you watching it go through the roof, Essie? <laughs> so uh, at least put some pineapple on it. Get some fruits in there. Yeah, of course. No, no because watching happen- it go down. If you put pineapple on spam, spam will actually absorb it and turn it into hate. That's what happens. So there's a newspaper, and and they do this this online poll where you can go on there and vote. Uh, one of the the categories is best local artist. So we encourage people to please vote for I your voted. boy, Official Ness. I voted for you, DJ. <laughs> Thank you, man. Put them votes in, man. <laughs> it's tough out here. But there's also one for best podcast, yes. local podcast, best local podcast. And we, uh, I, I wasn't kind of fishing for this, but a friend of ours put it out there and he said, "Hey, vote for such and such." So I said, okay, well, let's do that. So Neff shared it because Neff is a team player, and he wants people to know about the good thing that we I've have here. I've shared it like five times. <laughs> but in his initial share, Neff instructed people to – what, what Neff? What, what yeah, did you tell them to do? break that down, mm-hmm. tell, us, tell us exactly what, what it was that you told them to do. If they lived out of state. Don't forget to use an Orlando zip code when you're registering. Cheetah! <laughs> 32806. That's cheating. That would have got you detention, man. Yeah. In middle school. <laughs> well, the, what's, what, what do they do then when it's a Christian podcast and they have all these people that are like voting online and they're using, you know, fake. Man, we, 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 we rise or we fall, but we do it with integrity either way. So if you want to vote for us and you live in the Orlando area, go check out Orlando Weekly's thing. Uh, uh, trust me, man, they need some some of the light of Christ um, for their publication and, and help us to, to be doing that. But but if you're not in the Orlando area, don't cheat Pray by, for us. by putting in 32806 or 32812 or 32822. Don't cheat. 32827. Did we say 32812? There's another podcast that I know that's really big in Orlando, but they just got on. They started going on the radio now, so they're just – they're not qualified to yeah. be in the same. They tend to be a radio show. Yeah, they're not. Yep. So they're because the pod literally says best podcast not on radio, not played yeah. on radio. Yeah, and not to say that I wouldn't take that if somebody wants to put us on the radio. Hey. That That'd has cool too. There Do was, you the Z? I, I've had I had three dreams in my entire life of what I wanted to do when I grew up. One was be a youth pastor. Check. Two was be a radio DJ. Kind of podcasts don't really really count, but. It, at least, like, hey, you're color number nine. What's the phrase that pays? Well, y'all, I, I'm like between the bookend of coughing. Do you guys have like the flu or something tonight? I'm getting over yeah, I don't want to get sick over here. My There's a lot goodness, of coughing dude. tonight. You guys are not in the middle of this. <coughs> I'm going to get you some well, like, I'm glad that I'm it. far away. I'm going like, to tell you, you that right now. Children. I'm immune. I work with the general public. So do I. And I'm just anointed. I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know what your, what your problem is, but I'm, I'm in the spiritual bubble where, where it don't affect me. But... Uh, I'm just really I'm not concerned about your cooties I'm concerned about editing this podcast and just having a your kids in the public school system that's why you're immune I'm I'm good no I mean I don't know I, I kiss my wife and she works at a daycare so I probably got every strain of everything I'm like I'm the the petri dish no. So anyway, uh, so no cheating, drink. no cheating just uh, do do whatever so uh, again congratulations to um, to Kevin, thank you so much for voting for us. God thank bless you, your ministry. Right now, it's time for us to talk about our <clears throat> best thing ever, 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 ever. And before we get into the best thing ever tonight, which is uh, round three, sp- ever. Space Ace. <laughs> All right, Internet Explorer. 
Actually, my name is Kevin. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Are you making fun of the guy who rated us five stars? No, 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 no Kevin. Kevin Malone. You're a office. terrible person. Yeah. Kev he left us five stars, Neff. Shame on you, Quentin. Go change your zip code and Cinco go for somebody estrellas. else's podcast. You're dead to me, Quentin. You'll always be allowed to be. Okay, you're back. I unshun you. Unshun! Unshun. <laughs> Reshun. Shun the number Shun. Uh, this is best thing ever, and uh, and we're going round two. Uh, I actually have to check right now because I did not even see who won. The polls just, just, just ended. Has anybody seen this yet? I can look real quick. Not. I got it. I got okay, it right he's now. Got it. He's got it. He's got it. Round one of our best thing ever, Space Ace Edition. Vote for which one you think is best, and then share it with your friends and followers. Uh, these are all like Space Aces, Captains, sci-fi kind of guys. And in round one... 58% to 42%. Wow. So it was really close. close. But Lone Star from Spaceballs was narrowly edged out by Malcolm Mal Reynolds from yes. Firefly. So Mal moves on to round two. And, uh, and tonight, for our best thing ever, we are looking at a couple of space heroines in Ellen Ripley versus Samus Aran. Oh. So, I so. think this is going to be one of the, the tougher matches. Uh, it's going to be, well, I mean, Ellen is, is uh, Ripley is, I mean, she's hardcore. Yeah. Um, in the That's first the heavy Alien, duty. Right? Yeah. And because, okay. and, and if you've kind of followed through the trilogy in the first movie, she wasn't looking to be an action hero. No. She was just trying to be a survivor. She's just uh, trying to live. Uh, mm -hmm. But by the second one, uh, oh, Ripley, she started, she turned into a, a bad mamma jamma. That sleep really, really did. <laughs> turn her into What a difference in nap. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that 300 year nap or whatever it was. That alien showed up and it was ready to go. And Dude. she goes, hi, I'm Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> <laughs> Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> So. I just watched Finding Dory for the first time. <laughs> night, so I'm really happy you got a chance to use that. No, we were talking about Alien, not Ellen. Oh, right. <laughs> um, so a great, great set of, uh, of female protagonists there. Both of them very tough. Obviously, Samus Aran with an amazing skill set. Um, not so good at relationships, though. You would find out if you watched our latest YouTube video, which is The Worst Nerdy Couples, starring me. Uh, so, <laughs> But what we want you to do is just check it out. By the time you hear this, it'll be live on our Twitter, and you can vote for who you think is the best, who would win in a fight, who is the coolest, who is the most admirable. Uh, Ellen Ripley from the Alien franchise or Samus Aran from the Metroid games. Now, this is what we're looking for for next time. Moving ahead to next week's um, Best Thing Ever, what I'm looking for is a couple Best Thing Ever ambassadors. So, um, email us and you could be selected or you can message us. We're, we're easy. Social media, however you want to do it. But get in touch with us and you can be selected to be one of our Best Thing Ever ambassadors. And here's what that means. It means we're going to give you a chance to either video or audio record your reason that the person you pick should be the best thing ever. And we'll take one person from each side, and we're actually going to play you, feature your voice on the show, on the podcast during next week's Best Thing Ever, giving you an opportunity to tell all of our listeners why you think that the, uh, that the person you have chosen is the best choice for that week. So right now, I'm just going to go ahead and give you a little fast forward to the, the contestants for next week so you can 
call dibs on who you want. And I think this is going to be one that we're going to get a good reaction from you guys. I think so. Because next week on Best Thing Ever, we're looking at Han Solo versus Captain Kirk. Oh, gosh. So, oh, the, this... the, the other really tough one. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that, that we might have some passionate listeners who think that their guy should be the guy. Oh, snap. I just realized... Star Wars versus Star Trek. Yeah, no, there's a lot riding on the, this one. The there's eternal, so many layers. Yes, it's going we were um, eternal battle. Uh, EJ has a friend named Larry, and I was explaining to him what the best thing ever was, and I gave him some of the some of the uh, contestants for this week. And when I said this one, Larry had some opinions, some oh, very yeah. strong opinions on why one should outdo the other. I spent about uh, an hour with Larry last week, uh, first time I'd ever met him. I can, I have no problem believing that Larry had some opinions. Yes. Yeah. He's very <laughs> very confident, and then I counter back with, "Well, what about this?" He's like. That's a good point. Like so, it was like it was like an actual debate. So maybe Larry might be our guy. Might be, Larry, the the ball is in your court. Right. We need we need somebody out there to say I got dibs on Captain Kirk. I got dibs on Han Solo, and uh, and you record your reason. Just kind of keep it under two minutes, but uh, record your reason why you think that your guy is the guy, and uh, and we'll feature you on the show next week. We want the people to hear the voices, and the voices shall be heard. So uh, don't forget to vote right now. Uh, head on over to Twitter.com and uh, check out Nerd of Godcast. Vote for this week's best thing <clears throat> ever. So let me ask you guys a question. Does anybody know what episode this is? Three. 41. Three. No, Three 42. New season. <clears throat> 42. So let me tell you a story. Is it three? Once is upon it a three? time, I don't know what's going on. There was a group of hyper-intelligent pan-dimensional beings who demanded to learn the answer to the ultimate question of life, the universe, and everything. So they built a giant supercomputer called Deep Thought, and it was specifically built just for this one purpose, to give them the answer to life, the universe, and everything. When they activated Deep Thought, Deep Thought told these hyper-intelligent pan-dimensional beings that it was going to take seven and one-half million years to compute and come up with the answer. And they had to just you know check back with me then. So they went ahead, they did that. Their whole civilization was built around deep thought and the answer to life, the universe, and everything. And they all came back seven and a half million years later. It was a huge day for them. Giant day. They've been waiting for this, obviously, for the better part of um, the, the civilization. And when they came back to deep thought, they said, oh, deep thought, do you have the answer to life, the universe, and everything? And deep thought said, yes, I do. I've thought about it quite a long time, and I do have the answer. Now, I want you to imagine the anticipation and the, the palpable uh, tension in their moments. They were about to receive what they had been waiting for this, I mean, lifetime upon lifetime upon lifetime. And they waited, and there was a still moment, and Deep Thought, with a clear and decisive answer, said the answer. Yes. To life, yes. The universe, yes. And everything, yes, is 42. And with that, they look at each other and said, what the crap kind of answer is that? 42? <laughs> this is, That's rubbish! Because Deep Thought told them, Deep Thought explained to them, yeah, you asked for the answer, but you didn't ask for the question. This is from Douglas Adams' The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. So I thought, in honor of this being episode 42, 42. we would make it all about the questions. So we have asked our listeners to submit some questions and these are the questions that I am going to bring to you tonight so um, in my box of tricks here 
I have printed up all of the questions that were submitted by our listeners, some of them uh, anonymously, some of them... Um, <clears throat> Non-anonymous. So I've got a couple different options here. Let me take this bag out. This bag has the super spiritual questions. We'll save those ones for later. We want to have the fun ones up front, and then we'll get to the Sunday school ones a little bit later on. So, Are you guys ready? Now, this is the way this is going to work. There are two different kinds of questions in this box, and this might not work. I'm kind of making this up, but best I can tell, this is the way we're going to do it. Two questions in the box. I'm going to let you guys pull a question, and I will read it. If it is a black question, it goes to everybody. If it is a colorful question, it goes only to the person who pulled it, and then they have the option to make one other person answer it. Okay. Ooh, so you okay. can kind of project it on somebody else, okay? So, so when it's one for everybody, all of us get to answer or all of us who want to get yeah, to all, answer? Yeah, all who want to answer okay. can, can answer. Okay. Um, all those who wish to answer. All right, so we are going to shuffle this thing up right now. I'm scared. And um, let's see. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo, catch tiger by the toe. If he hollers, let him go. My mama said to pick the very – I'm not hitting anybody with a baseball bat on this. <laughs> Sorry. And you need to consider your sanctification, young lady. All right? You're going first now. <laughs> yeah. Glenn. Wait, no. Give no exception. Give her the black bag <laughs> for that. Yeah, Jackie, no exception. Right, so Jackie, that is your question. Let's see what you pulled here. Jackie, it is a black question, so this goes for everybody. What is something that everyone else loves but you hate? It's your opinion, so there's no wrong answers. And uh, Jackie, you pulled it, so you go first. Something that everybody else seems to love, but you just you can't get behind it. You hate it. Pachelbel's Canon in D. <laughs> <laughs> and it's very true. <laughs> Music student, of course. I love that. Are we gonna say peanut butter? <laughs> Anybody else want to jump in on this one? Uh, I kind of feel like everybody likes the beach, and I don't. Yes, I, oh. I'm hopping in on that. I hate the beach. Yeah, dude, sand all up in your crevasse. Yeah, but so I many can, people love it, that. and I'm like, I don't. I, no. I'm pool mm. ten times out of ten over yes. the beach. Uh, I don't except like the beach. beach when it's cool or in the evening, then it's okay. Mm. I'll take that. Nighttime at the beach isn't bad. I, when a storm I just don't want to. I don't. Yes. If I can go to the beach and somehow, some way, not get sand everywhere, then that's fine. That's called the pool. Yeah. <laughs> if you go in the water, all the sand washes away. No, if you go in the water, you get salt water on you. Yes. Now it's even worse. Yes. And then how are you going to get back to your car? Whales poop there. Minus the sand. Unless there's a way to get from Do the water. Do you see water. piles of whale poop just floating? No, because no, that's what makes me nervous. <laughs> what? <laughs> you Wait, you've seen that before? No, she's like, the kids you. pee in the pool. Oh, I can't man, see that either. Yeah, but there's chemicals in the pool that, <laughs> that are designed to oh, make Oh, good, it. so I can swallow the chemicals as well. Yes. You, dude, you, you got you billions of animals. <laughs> there's pooping <laughs> and peeing in There's rat poop in your peanut butter, but... My pool has frogs and duck poop in either, though. And dead possums showing up. Nick, what's something that everybody else loves that you hate? Talking. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, anybody else? The Hunger Games. <laughs> okay. Why do you hate it? Have you it's tried? It's just so hyped up. I got it. I yeah, just, every, it was everywhere, and I'm like, Ugh. I, she's a preteen literature hipster. That's true. <laughs> once it becomes popular, I don't want anything to do with there, it. There's a lot of times I had to I be very careful. The, I don't know, I just, it, it was it was that and Divergent. It was all coming out the same. No, Divergent's time. terrible. I'll I'll, I'll get like, behind you. I, I just felt like it was all the same. I had, I had to be very careful. And the Maze Runner. And the I like Maze Runner. The movie. I not didn't read the book, but um, all right. Let's. Uh, I'm. I'm gonna go. On. I'm just gonna say Chipotle. I mean, I Wait. guess I like. They Chipotle. have Nantucket nectars. 
No, so, so good. So does the drugstore. I have half a bowl I of Chipotle waiting for me in the fridge for when I get Chipotle home. Chipotle really gives me Chipotle. Chipotle is last. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So that was our first Chipotle's round. Milan. We'll just go around the table oh now. EJ, your turn. Essay. Pull one out, and then I will I read you the question. I hate it to Tony. <clears throat> okay. Here you go. EJ. Uh-oh. Help you out there. There it is. This is uh, another all play. <laughs> this was submitted by Charles B. Oh, goodness. Oh, no. Oh, great. Uh, Charles B. asked this. Who would win in a street fight? <laughs> Chef Boyardee, Colonel Sanders, Uncle Ben, or the Gordon Fisherman? Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben. Why? Because he's from Louisiana, man. You don't mess with people from Louisiana. They'll he's cut a raging you. Cajun. They'll cut you. I don't know. I got Colonel. I got, me, my money on, I got my money I on Sanders. Yeah, Sanders. Yeah, I got my money Chef on Boyardee, Sanders. Uncle Ben, the Gordon Fisherman. Especially after Salty the new. Sailor. Have you seen? Have you guys I seen the Gordon newer Fisherman. like KFC commercials? He's like smooth. Yeah, and like, like like. Ooh yeah, pimp, pimp daddy Colonel. <laughs> oh my I like, god, Gold I don't know. So I'm gonna go with Crispy. him. I'm going. Yeah, I'm going well, with Sanders. Sanders he's a smooth criminal. 85 when he created KFC. It don't matter. He's 85, but he, you know, but look, he's from Kentucky. He's like one of those. I'm 85 years old. I'm making chicken. You want to wrestle? He's back there like snapping the chicken now. He's like, like Salmandini. <laughs> Salmandini. Water <Lord> wrestle. <laughs> I said a fisherman. Have you ever been on Lobster Very Bell? Very rare to get a ready to rumble reference. <laughs> it works though. Yeah, yeah. I only know that because Steven showed it. Now you gotta think though. Like I, I've not watched this show a whole lot, but like most dangerous catch is that deadliest, that's deadliest yeah. catch. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was just dude. Saying. Like those fishermen, they they're cool. Tough. They're, they're about that they're, life. I have a friend them, from high school man. who works on. Like, he he works on fishing boats, and it's a tough yeah. life. Yeah, dude, I don't know. They make sea. bank. Gordon yeah. Fisherman might be the one. Gordon Fisherman might be a ghost. But they also might die. Because <laughs> he looks like one he's of those like, ghost he's fishermen. He's like that guy from who, I know what you did for my summer. And yeah, I, there you go. Oh, he's yeah. got a hook for a hand. And I feel like uh, that that is the um, that is that that's got to be the answer. The Gordon Fisherman's got to be the guy. There you go. Uh, all right. Uh, all right. Go ahead and pull okay. your question out right Take now. Take that out. Thank you. Wait. All right. And Neff has chosen this one. This is from Becca S. <laughs> Everybody say hi, Becca. Hi, Becca. It's for everybody. This is uh, this is for everybody. Actually, this is a, a purple one, so it's not really for everybody. Does purple this is, mean anything, or is it just a, a special color? one? Oh. And this uh, Becca says <clears throat> this. Can Tori please come back for at least one episode? <laughs> How many E's were in that? Uh, one, two, three, four, five E's. Six in- E's. Instagram's worth Including the final one? No. Can Tori please... She used all 140 characters here. Can Tori please come back for at least one episode? Not enough E's. Uh, well, Becca, um, your wish is our command. Right now on the line, right here on the Nerd right. of Godcast, is the lovely... Tori Line Jones. Say hello, Tori. Hello, Tori. Hey, hey Tori. Hi, <laughs> Tori. What up? Hey. Tori, you are uh, you are on the air right now on the Nerd of Godcast. Tonight is episode 42, so we are answering the questions to life, the universe, and everything. And a uh, question came in from Becca S. that said, Can Tori please... Come back for at least one episode. So we are helping Becca out by bringing you back for tonight's episode. How do you feel about that? Oh, I feel super honored. I didn't know that people wanted that. Again, I don't know. <laughs> well, we are we are honored to have you back. Um, everybody, we got Neff here. Yeah, hey. <laughs> we have Jackie. I miss you so much. Jessica. Hey, Tori. Uh, Steven. Hey, Tori Coys. And uh, EJ, who you don't really know EJ that much, but he's here. What up, bro? 
and uh, he, she's a girl. <laughs> Broette. It's okay. What's up, Everyone, What's up, up north, everyone's guys. And uh, and of you course guys, Nick. Guys. So Tori, uh, to be part of the show tonight, you have to answer a question. So I'm going to reach into our bag of tricks and I'm going to pull out a question and you're going to answer it. Is that okay? Yeah, that's super cool. Okay, so be honest. And uh, that's not a good question. I'm gonna ask you. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get a good one for you. Can't be something stupid. Tori, okay. you have been given an elephant. You cannot give it away or sell it. What would you do with the elephant? Oh, oh. you've just been given an, a live elephant. You can't sell it. You can't give it away. What are you going to do with this elephant? Is this a riddle or? No, no, this is just, just what, you got an elephant now. What are you going to do with it? The mother is. Oh, I like, put it in my backyard so it could take care of my, uh, like overgrown grass problems. Mm. Okay. So you're going to exploit this poor animal for your own agricultural needs. What? What does he make? Like he would eat. He'd be well fed from my overgrown yard. And then I would ride him into battle. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> obviously. There, there it is. is. There it is. That's exactly by battle, right. she means a chihuahua. That's right. <laughs> I need to see that in a painting or something. All right, so Tori, this is your your job is to draw that picture yes. of you riding on the elephant into battle. Into battle. Uh, Can you have Suki with it too? In a neatly trimmed yard. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> with Ben running behind you, trying to get you, like, you forgot me. Post that online and uh, and tag us in it. So uh, Becca, you got your wish. Tory line has been part of the show again. The lovely Tory Jones Nay line. Yeah. And uh, Tory, from all of us here at the Nerd of Godcast, we love you and we miss you, and we still got a seat right here for you whenever and you need ben. it. Okay. And Ben. And ben. I love it. I do. And and Ben also, I guess. I've been told I have to take Ben now since something about the two becoming one or some crap. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a package deal now. Kind Sorry. of a package deal. We have to somewhere now, but usually Well, we love you and we miss you. And from all of us in the Nerd of Godcast, God bless your ministry. We'll talk to you soon, darling. Bye. I love you. Bye. Bye. Tory line, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. So, Becca, we actually pulled that off. We're, we're not really good at doing call-in things, and God only knows once we edit this thing, it might really we might regret having done that. So, all right. <laughs> Tori was not in this episode. Tori was not in this episode. <laughs> sorry, 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 Becca. This but we tried. Didn't choose the yet. answer to this question, respectfully omitted. Uh, here's alternate take. Sorry, Becca, that's never going to happen. Tori's dead to us. All right, next one. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just B-roll. Let's just B-roll, you guys. Steven is swishing around in the bucket here. And he has found a thin little question. And the question for Steve-O is this. This is, again, another everybody can answer it question. Yay. Aside from the Bible, obviously, what is the best book you ever read? Uh, Ooh, that's easy. There's a difference between like, like my favorite or the one that impacted me the most. What is the best book you ever read? Hmm. I know mine. What is it? Five people you meet in heaven. Mitch album. It's my favorite book of all time. We've talked about this on the show before. It's a great book. I I, the first time I read it when I was a, a, a little kid, I didn't like reading many things. I read holes when I was in like kindergarten or first grade, and I was like, okay. But then, like, I read, I picked up that book because my mom gave it to me when I think I was in third or fourth grade. And I literally was putting it, like, while I was doing chores, I was, like, trying to read the book while I was doing chores. Like, I've never been that 
immersed into a book before. I always struggle with stuff like that, and I have not read that book. Um, I read Tuesdays with Maury. Oh, but um, I have not read that one. That but was... I was like, I wonder about that kind of things, like the five people meet in heaven. Like, I get twisted up about it and go, well, is this theologically sound? You know, in, in heaven we will have not need for anyone but Christ Jesus. And I, I, I always, I, I always, and I, I can't just enjoy the sentiment of the book because I go, well, this is not gospel. And um, I don't know. That's just that's just me. But I've heard that it's a lovely book. It's a great, uh, Stephen. It's not. I don't know if it's like the best book I've ever read, but it's definitely the one that came to mind and the one that impacted me the most, especially at the time was when I was in seventh grade, eighth grade rather. I read a book called Daniel's Story. Daniel's Story. Was a uh, it was a really 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 good book because it was written from the perspective of this like thirteen year old kid who was uh, going through the Holocaust and mm-hmm. his point of view from it and what he sees and what he experiences and it just it was a really impactful book for me at the time. Mm-hmm. Cool. It was one of those books that I read and I was already kind of like into filmmaking maybe and in my mind I was like if I were to ever make a movie and have a budget this is like my my one of my dream projects. There you go. Name it and claim it. That's our that's our <laughs> theme for tonight apparently. Um, anybody else? A book that has uh, the best book you ever read, outside the word. Um, I mean, I have my favorite books like *The Great Gatsby* and you know *To Kill a Mockingbird* and um, *Catcher in the Rye*. But the classics. Probably, yeah, but the one the that, ones they make you read. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I really I, I enjoyed them. No, the one that I was made to read that I thought I was going to hate, but I ended up actually loving. And it really changed like I don't know high school reading for me was *Jane Eyre*. Yeah, mm, that's um, because we my senior year is when the four hurricanes went through Florida. Mm-hmm. So we missed like 11 days of school. Yeah. So at the end of my English class, at the end of the year, the teacher's like, all right, we were going to do these books, but we only have time for one. So you have to choose one, Dracula or Jane Eyre. Dracula was good. Which I already yeah. had Dracula. So I was like, hey, can I just like skip it and just do this report? She goes, no, you're going to do Jane Eyre. That's when you I pretend so that you don't. You angry. Haven't read it. <laughs> I was so angry. I was like, I don't want to read this stupid book. It's so girly. And, you know, whatever. Like. Jane Austen stuff. I did a book report on Sam Hamm's novelization of the 1989 Batman movie three years in a row. <laughs> oh I did that two nice. years. When I was in seventh grade, I went to a different school for two months. They brought a book to the school. Uh, so when I first went back to when I went back to seventh grade, I do a book report, did it on that book, and then in eighth grade they brought that book to the school. Like the guy, the author came to the school, so I did that book book report in seventh grade and eighth grade, and just copied it both times. Cheater. Good story. Oh, this before Jesus. Ooh. What? Nope, not gonna do it. What? How did that? Uh, how did that affect your uh, your academic trajectory? Oh, at the time it was great. Yeah, well, I know. Ultimately, how did it ultimately, pay off? looking looking back now? Ah, yeah, there's some wins, some losses. <laughs> you win some, you so, what about Jane Eyre? Did uh did the trick for you? I I don't know. I mean, I just really enjoyed it, and I didn't expect to. You know, she she's orphaned, basically. She's raised by, you know, for the first few years by an aunt who hates her and hates her existence. And she's sent to this boarding school where she becomes a teacher, which in the 1800s for single women, that's basically what you did until you got married. And she goes to teach for this or take care of this guy who's blind. And, you know, they fall in love and, you know, they want to get married and stuff. But then his in-laws come from Bermuda and... It, this whole crazy like family drama stuff that was completely unexpected in a novel of that time. Hmm. There's a crazy woman living in the attic, and it's his wife, and yeah, she like tries to kill her. It's like really weird stuff for 1800s. The very fact that you call it a crazy woman in the attic shows me you're not ready. Moving on. <laughs> uh, anybody else? Uh-huh. Books. Cool. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. My oh, favorite. That's my favorite book. <laughs> really, I love that book so much. I, I I've read it so many times. I, I love it so and much. It, I, I've re- I've read the f- three of the. I believe there f- there's four, like in the series, 
after the original, which is great. It's uh, there. I think there's like six now. They actually oh. even went back and wrote another one after Douglas Adam died. Because the, I know there's the original so Hitchhiker's Guide, uh, Restaurant at the End of the Galaxy, yep. So Long and Thanks for All the Fish, uh, Mostly Harmless was one that they threw in there. Uh, they even had a little mini story, Young Zaphod Plays It Safe. Oh, yeah. Was, yeah. And you can go to like these Books a Million type stores and get the entire collection. Yeah, of that's them. what I had. I had the book. But I remember book. getting it at Book Fair, Scholastic Book Fair, nice. when yeah. I was like in sixth grade. Dude, Book, book Fair, man, your mama gave you like $5. And I, I'd go in there, you get your book, you get your eras- your little erasers, or if they had them, the markers that smelled like fruit. Oh, yeah. Remember those? Yeah. I bought my first uh, nerdy poster. Uh, nerdy posters. You get like a Garfield poster that well, says "I hate Mondays" or my, something. Well, the thing was, my dad, uh, Spider Man Two, uh, cool, Spider Man Two is coming out, and he loved Doctor Octopus, and I saw a poster for it that had Doctor Octopus on it. It's like my dad would like that, and so I <laughs> bought it for him. And then we just like looked at it. It was so cool. And like, oh, this movie's coming out. It's gonna be awesome, Dad. So I remember like all the cool kids, son. you know, that they would come back out of the out of the Scholastic Fair or whatever. They have like five or six, seven books because mm-hmm. their parents gave them a whole bunch of money. Rich so kids, like, oh you were the gosh. rich kids. You know, I, I always hated I that season because like I, I would only get like either one book or like a little poster. But yeah. then I'd have I like kids one. and oh, what did you get? You know, there's always that. What did you get? And then you'll be like, oh, I got a poster. And they're like, oh, well, I got this book and this. I have book. the I'm pamphlet like, oh, that great. shows me all the books <laughs> that were there. The big one, the big pieces of paper. I got a pencil grip. And <laughs> I got the bro. Don't get it twisted. I love me some pencil grips. Hey. I don't know if y'all know, like those little triangle oh, things. Oh yeah, like, no, the oh, that was what I was all about. My, my elementary school did this thing, and I don't know if it was just at my elementary school, but they had like this that you could, um, you check out certain books in the library, you read them, and then if you take like a little quiz or test, like basically saying like, hey, I did read this book and I know what happened, you get these things called uh, AR points. Yeah, yeah. And when yeah. you yeah. get yeah. enough, yeah. you get. Yeah, we did that at my so, school. Wait, did they give I, you the Pizza Hut individual yeah. pan pizza? Okay, yeah. I, I, I had that. Yes, look it. Yeah. I remember that. Look at the pizza. My school, but I, I had they had like a little a little store that you could go and you'd have like the little like if you had ten points, whatever. Yeah. And I read so much in elementary school. I had so many points. Like I could get anything I wanted from that little like. She going in there. She rolling in. She's like, what I you was, want, baby? What I you was. want? You want some cinnamon markers? You pick them out. You tell them you take that cinnamon one out of that licorice because that don't smell good. You keep that one. I always bought the like, newest oh, Captain. Have you seen the newest trailer for the movie? Yes. Did you see who's in it? Yes. Yeah, maybe so. I mean, Professor Poopy Pants is in the movie. Yes. <laughs> I got so excited when I saw yes, it. Professor you Poopy are a Pants. grown man. I listen, but I wasn't when I read that book. But you just, in elementary school. you just said the words Professor Poopy Pants. <laughs> and I was happy. This is a Christian podcast. <laughs> it's all coming back to me now. I used to get Goosebumps books back then. I mean, not, oh. they weren't my favorite or nothing. Ma- uh, but like, magic okay, okay, Magic Treehouse. Listen, I got Goosebumps. Like Bears. The, the, first off, Berenstain Bears. Berenstain Bears. Yeah. There was there was a set of books that I got at a book fair, and dude, these things. I, I wasn't Christian. I'm just telling you, my family wasn't Christian. If I was saved, I wouldn't let my son bring these things in the house. These books came with demons. Yeah, <laughs> they were called. They were like scary stories yes. to tell in the tell dark. Tell in the dark. Yes. 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 Okay. I, I remember those. Those, for years. I, those were so like the that. visuals because they only have like, books. The pictures are pictures. flashing black to my mind now. Yes. yes. Oh my. Nightmares okay. for days. I loved them. Sixth grade. Yes. Uh, what? 
We had I a fifth grade that. camping. Like every year, the fifth graders would go on a camping trip to Akiva Springs. We have so many more questions that we're not going to get to. This is the best one. Dented my cousin's screen door running from the woods because we heard something while we were reading. I still think about the woman and she wanted to get the coins that were on her eyes, and she's like, "Busy, busy." I don't even know, but the oh my the girl with her ribbon around her neck and her husband couldn't like untie it. Oh no! I'm just remembering now all the books I used to read. Yeah, the hook on the handle. Welcome to our childhood literacy episode. I remember there was a series of books I read where it was all like these weird like sci-fi like where my principal's an alien and all that stuff. It was yeah. a bunch of weird oh. little does anyone right. remember I like Time Wayside Trio. Story? No. Was it, yeah. Wait, the, the like the school with like the 31 floors because the uh, the um like they went to go build the school and it was supposed to be one floor with like 31 classrooms but they got it mixed up and it ended up being like a 31 story <laughs> oh. with one classroom on each story. Oh. <laughs> and there was like one teacher at the very top and it was a bunch of kooky story collections. Like that's that's cool. Weird waist- times at Wayside High or yeah, something, something like that. Like Did you guys that. ever read the book Friendle? No. no, no, but I oh, know, wait, yes, I know I what you're talking about. Is that the because yes, the dude like makes up a name, like starts calling his pencil a friendle and stuff? Oh, and, like got people it get in. mad. Like the administration gets like mad that he's doing this. So like I will always write with a pencil, and he writes it friendle instead, like that. And it's like a whole book about like standing up to the to it established. It to right, man. This is my. This is it. I'm just gonna answer this question right now. We got to move on to the next question, but I'm just gonna throw throw out my. These are. This is my childhood. Right okay. Here in five fingers. First one. Tales of a Fourth Grade Nothing. Mm. Nice. Uh, I think I've heard of it. I don't know and if And the subsequent sequel, The Super Fudge. Nice. Yeah. Very mm-hmm. nice. Okay. Second one and uh, is all of the Encyclopedia Brown books. Oh, I didn't read yeah. those. Yes. those I read Bouncing Bear Scouts. Third is all of the Choose Your Own Adventure books. Yeah. 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 I love Choose Your Own Adventure. Listen, man, oh my Mystery gosh. of the Mayans, that was no joke. All right. Uh, fourth, I'm putting this out there. This is a, a, a deep cut, but I, I've only ever met one person that read this book, but like they immediately got my entire life when we found out that we had both read Hoople's on the Highway. Mm-mm. I've uh, heard of it. Somebody out there right now is listening to this podcast and screaming, going, oh my gosh, Alvin Hoople, and he was eating the pancakes with the blueberry syrup, and they were going to Philadelphia. I, I bet you tell seven. Listen, I'm just telling you, somebody. <laughs> Wait, somebody, did, did, you do it, did you do that on your trip? No, I didn't, but man, I want some blueberry pancakes right now. I'm hungry. What's number five? Uh, and number five, how to eat fried worms. Oh, yeah, I read that. I remember, nice. that. I remember that one. That All right, was Jessica, good. it's your turn. Pull one out. Color. We got to go through these quick. We got to go through these quick because we got like Pull a colored one. Questions. Pull a colored one. All right, this is a thin one baby one. Cut. This one got cut. Mackenzie Alexander helped me cut these, and she uh-huh. cut this one right She's in half. And I told her that I was going to blame her for this on the air. Um, <laughs> what is something that you'd like to know about your own future? Oh. oh, that's dangerous. Oh. No one should ever know too much about their own future. What's something that you would <laughs> like to know? We get, you get one answer uh, given to you about your own future. What do you want to know? I don't know. That's a tough question. That is a that's weird a question. tough one. That's a, a tough really one. really tough one. Because well, I've learned from my, tw- from my late teens and 20s to not make plans for the future. No, but you get, you it never get one works answer. Out. You get one answer. About your life. It's not like who wins the Super Bowl in, you know, 2015 or something. Like that. Like, Man, Crap, that's not the future anymore. Can no, I get the lottery? <laughs> that's two years in the past. Um, Somebody want to help her out? I mean, I know I'm going to make it big. I just want to know, like, if I'm going to be, like, a, a rich director or something. Shut up, Marty. <laughs> Whatever. You get um, married in the chapel, oh, love. Hey, man. Man, my mind just went blank. I don't know. Do I ever get out of Florida? Do you ever get? Are you trying to escape? I've always been trying to escape. <laughs> You've done a terrible job. <laughs> I at know. It. Your mom left. You should have gone with her. Well, this is funny. Thanks. Thing. No, like if you wanted to leave. <laughs> Thanks, Steven. <laughs> if you wanted to leave, I don't want you to leave. You were the worst. Throw it back, no, Salt Bay. Like if you wanted Man. to leave. 
Okay, listen. That was your opportunity. Wasn't it just like two she weeks offered. ago? Wasn't it just like two weeks ago? Or, or we did we when we were in Palmetto or something like that? You answered a question, and it was you should have never left Florida. The yes. first time. So, like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna bring back. The future you is not gonna go. You should have never left. We've got to go back to the Sunshine State. We've got to go, go back, back to We got to go back. <laughs> Nicholas, your turn. Steven, stop. Steven, stop. All right, stop, Nicholas, Steven. your question is it's, it's a colored one. This is a colored one, so this is one that you can answer, and then you got it. You can pick somebody else to answer it to. Ha. What is the best comic book cartoon adaptation? So the best car- comic book cartoon show, animated series based on a comic book. I don't really have a basis for that because I don't watch comic on, book dude. cartoon shows. There's only one answer. I've got an answer, Nick. If you want to choose somebody, um, there's only one answer. Can I? I'll let Neff answer. Are you saying the X Men? I'm saying the X Men. Oh, I have to. I have to disagree. Yeah, what? Were you gonna say Batman? Batman the animated series. Let's go, Stevo. Come on, hold on. I'm gonna. I was gonna say Batman. I was gonna say X Men first, but I remember Batman. I love Batman animated series, but you know what? I've really fallen in love with in the past few weeks. Spider Man Unlimited. Young Justice. Young Justice is so good. With that black guy who's Superman. Young Justice is making what? <laughs> no, when I was at your house, I kept calling that black guy Superman. He kept getting mad at me for calling him Superman. You know, he's not Superman. He, no, he was just wearing he's a just Superman shirt. He's just a guy in the background of a scene that was wearing a Superman t-shirt. <laughs> and I was like, is that Superman? And I'm like, did they no. make Superman a young and black guy in this stop show? With the, is that guy Superman? Is Superman black in this show? That's when you punch him in the face. Steven, stop it. Leave. Anyway, it was like 1130 Young Justice is making me a DC fan. Hmm. Young Justice is making me a fan of the DC universe. Everybody should watch Young Justice. It's right? really good. And like... There's so many famous people on there. I was watching it with Nick the other day, and I'm going, "Who? It's Shazam!" I said, "Captain Marvel." I said, "Is that is that Sam Seaborn? Is that Chris Traeger?" And he, he looked it up. He's like, "There it is. It's Rob Lowe. Is is, wow. is Captain I, Marvel?" I started watching Flash um, recently, and there's an ep- like you get a couple episodes. Clark Kent. <laughs> this is literally the greatest day of my life. Yes. <laughs> but there's a couple episodes, um, and I couldn't really see the character's face at first, but I heard the voice, and I'm like, "That sounds kind of like." Mark Hamill's Joker, but this is this is black. You saw oh. the Trickster episode. And he's the Trickster, on the Trickster episode. episode. Yeah. I'm like, is that is that who I think? Now it the is? cool thing is, on the original like Flash show Flash from the 1990s, he was the Trickster. That's yeah, awesome. he was he was replaying. And he did I a just, similar. And the kind guy of voice. the guy who plays Barry's dad mm-hmm. was the Flash on the original Flash just, TV show. Yeah. I, I loved it. I loved it. I the thought it was more great. You know, yep, the Trickster is also a ripoff of the Joker. Yeah, yeah but yeah, and the Riddler. And what about the Creeper? Oh, from Scooby Doo. No, the creeper from, <laughs> from Batman. Doom. Creeper. Oh, your so turn. I what? Jackie. I think, I think it's your turn, Jackie. Everyone's around, pick around but the you. circle. Okay. What you got, girl? Give it to Tony. Oh, sorry. It's a, okay, so you That's get a, you can do this, crazy. and then you can pick somebody else to read it to okay. or answer it to. If you could have a fictional vehicle as your primary method of transportation, what would it be? Oh, Obviously, the Batmobile. <laughs> the Batmobile. That's easy. All right, now make you get to make one other person answer the question. Um, I, I want EJ to answer. EJ, I I think I had this conversation with somebody here. Wonder Woman's invisible airplane. Nice. There you go. I want that. <laughs> Why? It's just dope. Why just, not? Why not? Not the it boatmobile. Is, it is dope. The dope mobile. <laughs> the boatmobile. I want the, the mobile. All right, Jackie. I think you failed. You should have said the TARDIS. Oh, you should have said the TARDIS. I don't. I was going to say the thing from the that. Spider-Man ride. It'd be weird because it'd be awkward to get around in, but is the Enterprise the wrong answer? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's cool. not. Like, how, do you, how do you parallel park in that no, thing? But here's the real well, question. You split it in half. Which Enterprise? Uh, the, uh, e. 
Enterprise E, e is bad at the bone, dude. Not yes. D? No, E. <clears throat> dude, E is E is slick, dude. Is that the new one? Uh, e, well, it's the one from the most recent uh, Next Generation Films? movies. You know? Oh, the Next Generation. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Right. EJ. What's up? What is the weirdest video game <laughs> that you love anyway, even though it's weird? Huh. I don't know why. Just off the top of my head, Earthworm Jim comes to mind. <laughs> I love Earthworm Jim. Nice. Yeah, I mean it's it's weird. I love That's it. That's a weird game. Yeah. Uh, who, do you remember? Do you remember who you're supposed to rescue in Earthworm Jim? It wasn't it like a bee, like a prince. She bee was princess. Yeah, but you know what her name was? No. It was Princess. What's her name? <laughs> <laughs> they just made like this random generic space princess and named her Princess. What's her name? They I love that care. game. It was yeah. weird. Dirty. Uh, yeah. Er, dirty Jim. Earthworm Jim. <laughs> dirty Dan. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm dirty. Dirty Dan. No, I'm Dirty Dan. We call Dan Ice Cream. We call it Earthworm Jim was really funny. Yeah, it was a funny was game. Was that just uh, EJ or is that to everybody? Uh, anybody else that wants to jump on it? Oh, I know the, <laughs> I know there is one. It was a Captain Crunch video game, and you had to like feed these little furry things. What? Do you remember the Burger King video games? No. What? Oh, the no. King, the Cart King, and all. Yeah, that? Burger King. That Burger King put out like in their little Happy Meals or whatever it was. They put out Xbox 360 games. Yes. And they were all little mini games, but they were they were fun. Mm-hmm. One of them was called Sneak. King, yeah, where you, you played the Burger King guy, and you had to sneak around like work sites and That's like so secretly creepy. feed people. Hey, give and, like, him like coffee. Yeah. And a, and well, you mean the king, like the, the king from Burger King. Was he trying so to creepy. feed homeless people in Orlando, and that's why he was sneaking around? <laughs> yeah, like I, the only level I ever played, he was on a construction site with a bunch of lumberjacks. Yes, yes. And you had to sneak up and like give them a croissant sandwich or but something like, like that. You, there's like one part in that, <laughs> or like you'd have to hide in a trash can and wait for them to come out and then like pop out. Real quick, creepy. Scare them with a croissant. Give them a Whopper Junior. Watch And then. And then they point. fall off the scaffolding and die. <laughs> right. There's literally one point where you literally just walk up to a tree and you touch it and it just falls down randomly. Well, that's the power of the king. Uh, now, your question, sir. Mm. I like flower. I like games like that. That uh, yes. Uh, yeah. That's what am I weird? There we go. <laughs> All right, Quentin. This is a big one. <clears throat> All right. Oh, this is just for you. This is from Zachary. Zachary says, "I'm giving Supergirl, the CW show, another shot." Because of how much I play her on Injustice 2. What is your opinion? On, this is a, a three part question. <laughs> what is your Whoa. opinion on Supergirl? Um, I think she's a good character, especially when she's a Red Lantern. Oh, we picked the wrong person for this one. Uh, what's your opinion on Supergirl from CW? I haven't watched it. Anybody? I've watched the first episode. It's pretty good. I've and watched I, several episodes. I have, I have not found anything that's made me dislike it. I just yeah. had a lot of shows I'm trying to watch. Uh, you know, I don't even know. The storyline to me is uh, so inconsequential because there's so many different ways that they tell those stories in the DC television universe. Mm-hmm. But I really like her. Like, she mm-hmm. as a, is a likable, quirky, but, like, I, I like watching her kind of discover her powers and come into her own. Like, I, I like her a lot. She's really well cast. Um, I really like it when she interacts with other characters. Um, she, she, it's just, I, I think it's a cool show. The second part of this was, what is your opinion on Injustice 2 if you've played it? And I know you have. Yeah, I, I think it's really fun, and I'm glad they updated a lot of the characters and brought in a lot of new ones. Yeah. I'm sad to see some of them, some of the older ones go. I'm sure they'll be around in DLC. Yeah, but. Except for Shazam, yeah. who I forgot in the first one was killed. Superman killed him. Oh, yeah, straight up. Spoilers. In the first game that came out like four years ago, right? Uh, but I'm also never. It's a PlayStation Three game. (laughs) I have it on PlayStation Four. 
Um, yeah, so, yeah, but there's, I thought it was really good, too. We actually played it for, like, a couple hours Yeah, we just played day. back and just, just back and forth and back and forth, and yeah. it, was, it was really fun. I he was, you, he was I patting his tats you on his uh, yeah, was all, I was just trying to level up Harley Quinn so, like, uh, so hey. she could wear the and clothes. And I kept on getting, it was awful just getting eaten by hyenas over and over and over again. So, Zach, our opinion on Supergirl, thumbs up. Our opinion on Injustice 2, two thumbs up. Really good yes. stuff. And then um, he said, also, what are you guys' PlayStation names? Uh, mine is Stevo Supremo 26 all one word, no underscores. Uh, mine's an N-W-S-A-D-L-E-R. N-W Sadler. N-W yes. Sadler. Mine is Official Ness. Oh, my God. Just like everything else. Just like everything else. Brand, baby. N-E-H-S. N-E-H-S. Never say nothing. Never. Do that one more time. Because you... Never say never. never. Like never say never, but with F's instead of F's. E's. Two F's. E's. Double <laughs> effer. What'd you call me? <laughs> so much of this episode we can't use. This is PS4, right? Yeah. yeah. Or, or no, and PlayStation. Oh, okay. Northern Melody. We done. lost Nick. Nick's done. <laughs> Nick is done. Nick's done. What is your say, say it again, Jessica, between the coughing and the giggling? Northern Bell, B E L L E, 87. 87, and I'm S Talavera. That's S T as in Tom, A L A, V as in Victor, E R A, because I got my PlayStation Network account before you could put cool names on it. And it you just should took email, it from my email Sony address. and be like, I, I want to change my I name. I have. They don't let you do that. That's Next, really? Microsoft lets you change your name. Say that to them. To. They'll, well, they'll pay change them. You had a pen to do it. It don't matter. I would pay someone to lose that. Mm, whatever. Give me five dollars <laughs> to make it. It's but my me, wife Tony has C. a cool one. My wife's is infamous Sheena. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, that's her. cool. Um, all right. Uh, I'm going to pull a couple more and I'll just, we'll kind of general field these things because we got a lot more questions and not a lot of time. Uh, if your cartoon family, uh, if your family was a cartoon family, which family would your family be? Bob's Burgers. I was about to say Bob's Burgers. <laughs> the Belchers. <laughs> yes. If your family was a cartoon family, which family would your family be? They're dysfunctional. So let's go with cartoon families. <gasps> I don't know, The Simpsons. I have no idea. My dad's not stupid, though. I don't want to be the Griffins, but I feel like <laughs> I feel like I'm the Family Guy. I um, wanted to say King of the. No, my dad's kind of handy. I'll say King of the Hill. Not American Dad. No. Or the no. Cleveland Show. The Cleveland Show. That's me. I'd be lucky to pull off Fred Flintstone. Happy mustache. What's your favorite movie soundtrack? Oh, oh that's so hard. Soundtrack or score? Moulin Rouge. Oh. Soundtrack. Soundtrack. Call it what you want, Stephen. I don't care. Well, there's a difference. I mean, I I always think in movie scores like that's what what I notice is not necessarily the soundtrack, but anything the, done the by Hans Zimmer. Yeah, praise. Well, there's a difference between soundtrack and score. Answer the loving question. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy, first one, also makes Volume One. That one's very hard for me to pick. It's a fun question. You suck the joy right out of it by nitpicking over. Is there clear? There's a difference. There's a difference between joy. Where's our video camera? I don't want to see you do that. There's a difference. Okay. Well, mine's quirky. I like Napoleon Dynamite soundtrack. I love. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a, that's a good the one. Synth, the synth yeah, the piano. Synthesizers. Yeah. yeah. It's nice. I can't pick a favorite. There's just a bunch too that many. I really like. There's too many. I like Thomas Newman. He he because he has a very. Bro, 
Listen. His sound is very fluid throughout like all of his movies. I want to live in the soundtrack of Finding Nemo. Yeah. That one's very what chill. Is yes. up. See, for the longest so time I got Thomas Newman and Randy Newman confused. <laughs> so Randy I Newman thought, was, I was like all Pixar movies. So I was like, oh Thomas Newman did it. So is he I thought was, I thought he was Randy Newman for the longest time. For uh, for superhero soundtracks, obviously the Avengers is mm, the bomb. Love the Avengers. Love the yeah. Avengers. Um Monsters Incorporated is a really fun, like jazzy little. If you're if you're driving down the the path of the Pixar movies, uh, to me, Michael Giacchino's The Incredibles. Yes. Oh, oh yes. god, that and it's yes. so much fun to play. Like as someone who's played it, it's so much fun to play. Oh, we, we, Pixar, we, we forgot brave. that you were a musician. I, I love it. <laughs> if you were a supervillain, who would be your superhero arch enemy? Mm. Oh, this is mm. not good. To help answer that question, what kind of supervillain would you be? Like, what would you have powers? Well, that's your that's your Is deal that to figure a, out. Like, what's the what's so? The who's video? in whose rogue gallery would you belong? Mm. Well, I don't want to say Batman because <laughs> like, I don't want Batman to hate. Me. Yeah, Batman will wreck you. Yes, I, like, I, I don't, don't want, just I don't want a, any of them to hate me. Like just because I'm a woman, it would be Batman. Why? Because Batman he has a lot of girl bad guys. He, he has a yeah, lot of good a, girl bad, like well written female. Villains. I mean, those female villains are tough chicks. Well, yes. Batman has like probably the best written. He's villains, got the period. best bad guys. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yes. That's yeah. true. It's like Batman and then Spider Man are like number one. Wait a minute, Spider Man number two, one and two. Spider Man's bad guys are ridiculous. I just like the stereo. <laughs> pretty cheesy. <laughs> I'm cheesy. I'll be Spider Man super villain. <laughs> I'd be a Flash villain. A Flash villain. Yeah. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah, you're you're techie. Yeah. Well, we think EJ. Hmm. I I mean I was I was probably just gonna go Batman just because I just I don't know it'd be it'd be interesting to go against him because he's so smart but then again either him or or like Iron Man Iron Man needs some more good villains yeah <clears throat> so Neffer I don't know Jonah Hex <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> I don't know. He seems like the easiest to beat. See, I was gonna <laughs> see. I was gonna say Doctor Fate, just because he's an old guy now. Oh, Doctor Fate would also be difficult to beat. Doctor, yeah, Doctor Fate will mess you up though. Yeah, um, well, might as well. I have played go against go him in Injustice too. Doctor Fate, no helmet. Oh, he's in Injustice too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Actually, it would be fun to go against the Guardians of the Galaxy, just because they're so mm. like I don't know. Because they're it's not like quirky and they're like, not necessarily super power, except for Groot, of course. But they like. They have their own skill sets. Yeah, skill sets. that make them, them. A, a regular just team. Gotcha. Um, Space Avengers. Space What's there? I think I would. It'd be cool to be like an X Men villain, because X Men um, villains have really cool powers. They do. Like that, that's like that's where you're gonna get like the most unique. Like Batman villains are all crazy and they have their gimmicks, yeah. but X Men villains are straight up like boss. Like Magneto. Yeah. Is is a boss. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'd say one of the best villains of all time. Um, very cool. Good good answers. All right. Taking a couple more here. Well, you can always go for a Fantastic Four villain because you, you know they're not going to be that impressive. It'd be nice to have any. What This is from uh, from Crystal. Crystal submits this. Um, what are you most likely to do on your cell phone? Like, what is the one thing that you do more than anything else on your cell phone? Watch Instagram. Go on Facebook. IMDb. Pinterest. YouTube. YouTube. Oh. I can see Nick being a YouTube guy. But not Neff. Um, I, I know that's you. Twitter. 
I'm yeah, on Neff, Twitter you live on YouTube. Huh? I'll say Neff lives on. It's funny that nobody said use the phone. No. <laughs> Text I don't message. Talk on, I don't no. talk on the phone. I don't. No one talks to me. If they were making a movie of your life, who would play you? <gasps> oh, do they have to be alive still? Tina Fey. Right. Tina Fey. Fair enough. EJ, they're making a movie of your life. Who's playing you? Aziz. Aziz, I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we're too tall. Perfect yeah, casting. but I love him. He's amazing. I want to be his best friend. What's up, it's your boy, official Ness. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Do you know how I need chicken, chicken, parm, parm? Yeah. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. I love that episode. Treat yourself. Well, both of them. Who's playing you in a movie, Jackie? I don't know. Jennifer Garner. <laughs> who's uh, uh, who's the girl that she plays um, Kimmy Schmidt? Oh, oh yes, she's also uh, yeah. Aaron from the office. Wants to take offense of that because she plays like the like airhead characters. No, I don't. I'm no. not an airhead. I like her as Aaron. No, but I. But there was times when I'm watching The Office and she reminds me of you, but not because of what she's done, just but just kind of how like she super does it. Positive yes. and she, okay. Because yeah. like when you first said that and I watched The Office, I was like, I'm a little offended, Steven. But she also gets angry. Sometimes. Yeah, but Steven's 50% Dwight and 50% Andy, so what uh, do you want? That's true. That's true. <laughs> and sometimes Gabe. And that's just what? <laughs> sometimes. I hate Gabe. Um, who's for, playing you in a movie now? Seth Rogen. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> why I, you say why why you I would say that for Steven. Why didn't you say you just I can see that for Steven. <laughs> I can see okay, Steven. Okay, no. Steven, man. It is Elba. <laughs> yeah. All right, so this is what we'll do. We'll casting. <laughs> who is the person that, uh, who, who's the per, who's going to play the person mm-hmm. across the table from you? That's, that's what you get to do. Figure it out. Robin Williams for you. Oh. I said, do they have to you. be alive? Dom DeLuise. I always wanted to be played wow. by Bill Murray. That would be my, my oh, dream. Nice. I've been told Philip Seymour Hoffman. For me, yeah, that's, a good, yeah, that's, that's good. really good. That's good. But Especially he is, but he is in, deceased. Uh, in pirate radio, oh. what is the best kind of bear? Black bear. Wrong. Bears. <laughs> that's debatable. Battlestar Galactica. Bear is my niece's nickname, so I'll say bear my niece is the is, best bear. Is best. Uh, correct answer is uh, Pooh Bear. Oh. So I was gonna say the bear from the Revenant. Oh, beastly. Uh, if you were to get rid of one U.S. state, which would it be and why? Kansas. These are great questions. Okay, no offense. Okay, no offense to Montana, but I keep okay. I keep track of all my collectors in the United States, and I don't have any collectors from Montana. Well, there's nobody so Montana. in Montana. I keep so Montana, track. you're dead to me. You're dead to me. Well, Montana. nobody lives in Montana. It's got like the sm- like. like what happens in Montana? I've been asking this for like four years. Couples and and nine hundred cows. That's Montana. Okay, I just, just want to know. Just make North Dakota and South Dakota one Dakota. Get rid of it. I have collectors in South Dakota, Dakota and North. We don't need two. Just I want to send Mr. Dakota tear down this wall. <laughs> I like it when Jackie said North Dakota and South Dakota, she went North Dakota and South Dakota. Yeah. Yeah. Right Cause you, you got to reunification like that. of the Dakotas. Wisconsin, <laughs> West Virginia. Get, I'm getting rid of Kentucky. Nothing good's come out of Kentucky. I got, I got, wow, I said Kansas. Kansas. I, I have my reasons. You Thank say? you, Kentucky, for California. all your support. Why California? Oh, they have, have, oh, they have our tornadoes. Montana, you got to go. Speaking of Kentucky, Texas. Texas. everything no, causes Texas, cancer. No, but all my exes live in Texas. Oh my gosh, everyone cannot talk over everyone. Go live in the United States of California. Mm. Um, <laughs> speaking of Kentucky, 
Green Lantern, greatest DC hero of all time or greatest hero overall of all time? He's the uh, worst. Neither. He's the worst. Shut up. Starting with Jackie. Close enough. All right, we got a lot to do and not a lot of time to do it in. Right. There's so many good questions. I, I feel like we should save this and make this a two-part episode. That'd be great. Nah. Let's do it. But we got to no, we got to so keep going. Uh, if you didn't know, this is this question submitted by Dustin. If you didn't know how old you were, how old would you be? Hmm. <laughs> I ask that okay, question okay. to a lot of people. I'll ask them, "How old do they think I am?" So, can we do that for the person nice. across from us? No, 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 no. If and if this is your question, if you didn't know your birthday, if you didn't know how old you were, how old would you be? I still feel like I'm 18, even though I'm 22. I would, pr- yeah, I'd probably say people over 30 are going shut up right now. I don't know. Like well, I mean, I mean, I'm not, 22. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying like, oh, I'm so old, but it's just like I feel like I'm like still just graduated from high school and I don't feel like an adult. I'm technically an adult, but I don't feel like one. I well, feel like a kid. It's okay, neither what do does I. an adult feel like? I don't know. Paying bills. Paying bills. I mean, I kind of like, pay bills. Pretty much like, li- like working because if not, you're going to be homeless. Paying the telephone <laughs> bills. To me, that's, 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 that's being an adult. Bills. My bills. I feel like I'm 25. <laughs> like injuring yourself I in the and Kelly over while you're here. asleep. You wake up and you're like, why do I hurt? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see, I'd, pro- I'd probably, see, I feel like an old man. So I'd probably say like 35. That's not old, but really, I feel like I never made it past 25. <laughs> Sorry, I would Tony. say 24, 25. Okay. Yeah, I'd say 25. I, I treasure every ring on my tree. Um, <laughs> what uh, What are you known for? I don't know. Like, what's your gimmick? My neck beard. <laughs> well, you shaved that off. <laughs> yeah, you shaved you it look off. Beard. Much cleaner tonight. Yeah, you look nice. Quentin. Do that every day. Man. And I like that you've been wearing ties lately, Neff. You look good. You do. Neff's like raise his game, man. Yeah, man. I well, see I you, feel Neff. Like, I don't know why. I feel like this is the season. <laughs> we all move into different seasons. I was about season. to say, Neff is on a mission, bro. Season for what? He's, put, he's putting out his bait, ladies. I'm just saying. You know saying. what I mean? It's the season. I'm feeling it. Tis I'm the praying season, a lot, ladies. ladies. Touch your neighbor, say I'm favor. <laughs> Won't he do it? Uh, <laughs> Won't he do it? Hallelujah. Amen. There seems to be no way. You never know. Someone might just move down here, man. I know. You never know. God might just open the door and, and and usher in a friend um do you believe in aliens no no, no. okay nah. i believe in ellen i believe in illegal aliens build the wall you're wrong huge from nolan what is one superpower you'd like to have and what would you do with it i want to fly and fly. <laughs> I want to have. I just want to fly. Or teleportation. I want to have. Hold on a second. Jackie's answer was hilarious. Like, I, I want to fly and fly. <laughs> like she answered the question and then answered the second question what she would do with it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Something's predatory. She just wants to fly. Put your arms around her baby. Put your arms around her baby. <laughs> but like, I want like the wings. I don't want to like, just be like back to the captain. That's, That's great. So you want like bird wings? Yeah. So you want, like aerodynamic flying, yeah, not just yeah. like Superman. Like the intense like wingspan. You like, want you want a means of propulsion, not just I can just fly. Like yeah, Superman. yeah, because that's kind of lame. I want the wings. I want. Is it lame? Infinite want the wings, like Falcon? wisdom. Yeah, I think it would be like pretty Solomon. fascinating to just like jump yes. up and fly. Too many conversations oh, happening at sorry. once here. Is my ADD is just going full red alert. Uh, you want what? Infinite wisdom. Infinite wi- Infinite right. is a very dangerous term to just be bandying about. 
I don't expect if you. Got you supreme. Look, read read Ecclesiastes and see what infinite wisdom, wisdom will get you. Solomon's like, this all sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is worthless. Listen, I, I know. Cut I, the baby in half. I don't. <laughs> oh, no. That was way early. Yes. <laughs> no, I don't expect you to have seen Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. But at the end, somebody gets that. Oh, yeah. And she explodes. So. Take that with a grain of salt. They cut a baby. It's a good thing they didn't give her the one ring. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, goodness. Clearly, she can't handle power. I would want to be able to stop time. It was Kate Blanchett. And she was also Galadriel. It was. That was the joke there. Yeah. Oh, no, okay. that's funny. Because okay. then I can sleep longer. You know what's funny is that I, that was going to be my answer, but when I put these questions together, I knew that Stephen was going to steal that answer and that he would forget that he was stealing it from me. I mean, I knew that I was stealing it from you. <laughs> Good. Just Jerk. as long as you know. Because I almost called it the Zach, Zach Morris timeout. What celebrity, living or dead, would you want to invite to Thanksgiving dinner? Oh. I, uh, Robin oh Williams. Oh, Robin Williams. That's my answer. This question is brought to you by a biscuit restaurant in St. Augustine, Florida. This oh. one right now that you're about to read? No, that the one about oh, which celebrity one. Thanksgiving. See, I thought about Robin Williams, too, but I was like, man, we're never going to get to eating. I don't care. You know what I'll do with it? When Thanksgiving with the is all about eating. Oh, you know what I'll do? the gravy. I got to put the gravy on my potatoes. It's going to be great. Oh, nanu, nanu. Oh, you, I got to cut the turkey. Here we are. Give me a knife. Got to cut the turkey. Oh, my goodness. It's a bird. I'm a bird. I'm a turkey. Come on, You know what I'll do? I just pretend that to eat fake Williams. stuff with Robin Williams. That's very good. good. Here it comes right good. now. Oh, you like dark bacon or light meat? I'm not a racist when it comes to my meat. Ah. Patrick Stewart. You did it professionally. Patrick Stewart. I heard Patrick Stewart. Since then, right? Oh, that's, uh, that's and, more of a. And Garge. Can't do my can't do Tony, just bring all of our answers to life. Show. That's right. Okay. Carol Channing. Okay. <laughs> 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 it's tough for me to either be Justin Timberlake or Chris Pratt. That Andy Warhol. Ooh. Chris, Ooh, living okay. or dead. Steven, see, you need a. Yeah, but he's going to be bringing drugs to Thanksgiving. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. So would Robin and a whole Williams. Bunch of, <laughs> oh. Even though I mean, Andy Warhol is my biggest. I want cranberry sauce and LSD. <laughs> Yeah, oh, look at the turkey. I think, I think Chris Pratt and Anna Faris would be the best. Uh, that's like, funny. To collect um, together? Th- yeah, together. With Jack? Uh, yes. Yeah, Chris Evans. Um, They're a little you have, pirate. You, just for Thanksgiving or just in general? I mean in general. Okay. Oh. So I went to this restaurant in St. Augustine, and they were serving biscuits, and it was a really good restaurant, and that was the question they asked you when you made your order was, you, you'd make your order, I would like the biscuit with egg on it, and they would say, okay, if you could invite a celebrity to your house for Thanksgiving, who would you invite? So then when you sat down and you waited for your food, when your food was ready, they would call out the name of the person that you had answered the question with. That's cool. Oh, that's cool. Which was hilarious because you knew what the question was. So you're sitting in your restaurant and your breakfast and people are like, Abraham Lincoln, Kermit the Frog. I mean, people are like uh, answering. So you're hearing all that and you're cool. seeing other people's answers being hollered out, which is kind of cool. I said Kermit the Frog. It's not a real person. I would have Kermit the Frog over. Jim he's, a, he's a celebrity, okay? That's right. And yeah, so um, all right. About my I, apparently, Jim Henson would have been my was my answer. Oh, I love oh. Jim Henson. Oh, Jim Henson good. was my answer. Amazing. So last question: Who on this show do you wish you could be roommates with? And and for the sake of this question, we will permit opposite gender cohabitation. Uh, who on this show do you wish you could be roommates with? Jessica, Jackie, what up? <laughs> <laughs> we've talked about it. Yeah, we've already talked about it. <laughs> Stephen, uh, Neff. We've already talked about it. Oh, clearly, <laughs> clearly, there's a lot of pre-question coupling happening. Neff? I said Nick. Oh. <laughs> oh. Well, fine. Fine. I'll go live with EJ then. You can well, have I wanted to move out, me. and then you No, Steven, I was second me. choice. You're my first choice, okay? Uh, oh. Yeah. It's okay. Anyway. 
Nick? <laughs> you. Oh. <laughs> it's funny. It's a little late for that. Ta-da. Wishes do come true. I'm looking around the table and I'm... Your wife. <laughs> no, your answer. Follow up. I'm not saying that. I need your dishes. Follow up question: Who would you kill if you had to live with them? Steven. Neff. Sorry, what? Steven. <laughs> you said I that can't so quick. Well, I between Steven and Neff. Well, that gummit. Listen, because the only time that either one of us would live together is if we were married. So don't kill me if we're married. I allowed cross gender cohabitation for this question. So and that. we've also said multiple times that we would kill each other. So. I know that, but I still don't like hearing Yay. it said aloud. On so Jackie show. wouldn't kill me. Everybody's well, answer you're, you're is Steven, close. except for EJ, well, who hasn't you. been here you're long close. enough like for that to be his answer. Kill Jackie then. Um, okay, I sorry, Steven. I'd be a delight to live Would you? Yes, I would. Why? Because I'm courteous. Are you? I keep to myself. Okay. I have a surround sound system and a nice TV. Okay. You have a surround sound system. Are you clean? Soundproofed? I can't. Or am I going to hear that surround sound system? No, it'd be in the living room. Okay, wait. More important, living room. You clean up your mess. Yes. Yes. I wash my dishes. Yes. You pay your bills on time. Yes, I do. Okay. That's why I'm broke right now because I paid all my bills on time. Um, there, there's a lot, a lot of questions <laughs> where we have tonight, and some of them are clearly not designed to help us be better friends. Um, there, there were some spiritual questions that were put out there too, and I have them in another bag, but I'm just going to go down my list here because we're we're way 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 out of time. Um, man, there's some good ones too. Gosh, I, 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 let's just take the time to do these the right way. As you gain levels in life, and we'll just y'all just pop up. This will sort of be like popcorn answer time. So whoever has the answer, just don't don't pout it, just shout it. As you gain levels in life, this is submitted by Brandon. How has discipleship in your own life changed? Receiving or giving? Um, like let's talk about your personal discipleship, like your personal walk. Uh, it's definitely um, helped me realize different lessons and uh, like different things, especially in the Bible. Like the the older I get, the more I experience, it helps me to kind of put other things into perspective into new perspectives yeah for me I, I mean the older I get and I guess the more responsibility I find myself you know well, God gives to me compassion and, and patience and really understanding like to love a person is to have compassion and have patience that's for me the biggest thing that's happening right now in this this level up of my life that's good with um with your walk there's the hope for maturity in the aspect so there's been maturity that's happened and that continues to happen as well as um, uh, learning to not carry all of the burdens myself that I don't have to. I don't have to stress out about certain things like learning to kind of lean on God and, and let him kind of take care and guide me through things. Right. For me, it's like the more I get into it, the, the longer I'm in, the, in any ministry, I feel like I get more... I guess I feel more responsible for a lot of things. And so I just have a deeper hunger to be involved with the, the people that are being impacted. Yeah. So it makes, I've been trying, or I've been getting more involved, or trying to put myself into better situations, like yeah. trying to reach out more. And I think that goes to even EJ's first question about the question was, is that our discipleship or the way we disciple other people? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that may be the, the, one of the most natural side effects of our discipleship is that we ultimately do disciple other people. Mm -hmm. I mean, Christ br brings us to the point where he says, go and make disciples. That's mm -hmm. what disciples do. That's what I always think of. Yeah. 
and that, that's good. Uh, one of the things that I do is reading the word and trying to have a better understanding of the word as itself. I think I think when I was young, I could kind of a fortune cookie clip out a scripture verse and just sort of live on it. But I think that as I've gotten older and I've, I've looked and learned and appreciated and understanding the context of the scripture and who is, is writing and, and to whom they are writing and going back and looking at the original language, the Hebrew or the Greek, and, and, and trying to unpack those words and, and compare it and line it up with other verses that use that sort of terminology and, and background so I can better understand what's going on. Okay. Yeah, just, it's just the Jesus questions. You might not be any good here. Um, why did God give us the Bible? Why did God? What was the purpose of, of God's word to us? This is from Stacy. I mean, I think of like the little um, acronym. Like I've seen it on Facebook and stuff. Like basic instructions before leaving Earth. Like basically, it's I've heard it described as his love letter to us, as his instruction booklet, as the cheat sheet. Um, I mean, it, it's God's way of communicating to us on paper, and, and it's really cool to think that there's so many different people who have written, but there's like a con- there's a continuity. I there's love a, that. There's, yes. it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful yeah. thing. Like, because it's 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 God inspired. I love that. Like, and the way that, it, that so many different voices coming together, it shows that this isn't just one dude who sat down and just invented this. Yeah. It's like, there's so many God did it over hundreds of years so with people good. from totally different areas of, you know, of the world at that and time. Backgrounds. And backgrounds. Like, yeah. And backgrounds. And that's the incredible. Shepherds like, and Kings oh. and, and you know, warriors and yeah. Yeah. And I, doctors and like the, the, the 12 disciples. It's just that you get, a little bit of everything. You had someone who was a tax collector and a fisherman, yeah. and it's just it's it's a really great way to see how God can use all of us, yeah. no matter what um, aspect or aptitude that we may have as an individual. That doesn't mean that you're excluded from God's plan. And I was reading a thing earlier today, and I, I don't know, Neff, you might have to walk me through this because it's a sports analogy. So <laughs> I, don't, I'm, I might not. I might fumble uh, oh, here. Nef- hey, oh. <laughs> He's saying, look, there's, imagine all these different teams in the NFL. There is an NFL series of rules and regulations that all the teams have to follow by. The codes, the guidelines, this is how the game is played. But every single team has their own playbooks. Every single team has their own strategies. Every single team is a little bit different. And I think that with in different parts of the world, in different parts of, uh, of denominations, and even across history, that churches are different. You know, mega churches are going to be different from small little country hometown churches. They're going to be different from, uh, you know, more um, traditional denominations versus, you know, more like non-denominational or progressive churches, um, the emergent church, whatever you want to call it without trying to make a negative stereotype. And of course, that's just like our Western church. You compare it to like what goes on in the Middle East or, you know, the, or, or underground churches in China or uh, wherever it might be. Every denomination, every de- specific body is going to play the game differently. But God has chosen to give us his word as one universal league-wide set of rules that even though you might play to your strengths or you might play to your preferences or you might play according to your coach or your pastor's playbook, um, it's still God's rules. It's still God's one unified thing that all the teams have to follow by. And I I thought that was a really great analogy for that. Um, Hopefully that that applies to that question. I like that. Thank you. Um, Will there be mac and cheese in heaven? Yes, I hope so. 
Thank you, Alexandria, for your question. (laughs) Uh, But no, she actually continues this and she says, what would you suggest someone read to have a clearer understanding of a relationship with God when they're still fairly new in their faith? Besides the Bible. <laughs> Besides the Bible. Well, well, like, where in the Bible? Because you don't want to tell someone who's newly saved, hey, read Genesis. Well, uh, uh, okay, like, starting, start, with, like, starting with the start Bible. Start at the beginning and go through. Like, Ooh, don't... Every time that we have, because this is what was done for me. I gave my heart to Jesus at a Petra rock concert in 1991. And so. they, I, I raised my hand. I said the prayer. And uh, they kind of pulled us along uh, uh, to the side afterwards. And they, they gave us some cool materials. And they gave us a copy of the Gospel of John. Uh, I still have it. It's got the Petra with the sword logo on the front and everything like that. And um, and I always, even to this day, when I'm de- talking with a young person, do you have a Bible? You know, let, let's get you started reading. I always put a bookmark in them for the book of John because it's a great place to learn about Jesus. And you can't go wrong learning about Jesus. I mean, he is the living demonstration of, of what God is all about for us. So that to me is like, that's my beeline place. If you're brand new in your faith, Jesus. And uh, along the same way, Romans. For, for me, I enjoy Matthew because um, I still have that little New Testament purple Bible that you gave yeah. me way back oh, in wow. middle school. I still have it, and I started reading it in Matthew because it was the very beginning of the New Testament. Sure. So for me, that one's always been like my go-to. Yeah, like I, I love going to the Beatitudes and and all that good stuff. It's cool. a lot of lot of meat. I think uh, when I, I read I read the Gospels recently all the way through all four of them just straight through Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Um, I think Luke brings the most to the table as far as the four that I've read. Luke is like my favorite. Luke is so good. But I think Mark is where is a good place to start. I think you should read it. Mark, Matthew, John, Luke. Is that like the uh, the, the hammer version? Yeah, it's the machete. The machete, the machete version. But because Mark, not that it doesn't bring a lot to the table as far as the story of Jesus. It just seems like a lot of Mark was already said in Matthew. And I think Matthew brings some other stuff that Mark didn't have. So it's kind of like you, it's kind of like you're stacking and every level brings more to the story. Adding layers and to I the think, sandwich. Exactly. And layers. I think, I think Luke brings the most. So I think you, you leave that one for last, but you read through the gospels that way. Gotcha. Interesting thoughts. Um, outside of the Bible, any books uh, or, or references that you can say, hey, this would be a great thing to read to give you a clearer understanding of, um, a relationship with God to a person who's a new believer? Um, the Bible app has a great reading plan. Yeah. And it's got um, attached devotionals, so it's not, you know, just reading yeah. the Bible, but also attached devotionals, yeah. too. And it's called What Now? A New Believer. Yes. Plan for, for teenagers. Yes. And it goes through prayer and what did I just say yes to? And, you know, how the Bible is all one story all together. And so it's just, it's eight days, so it's not like it's a, a long, it's just, you know, each day for just over a week, and it just tackles, you know, um, basic tenets of, of accepting Jesus. Crazy Love by Francis Chan is always good. <laughs> that's not for beginners. That's it's not for beginners, though. That's but like, no. oh yeah, I just got saved. I'm terrible. What's <laughs> not for beginners, but that's a. It's a good. Even for like book. seasoned Christians, it's like yeah, yeah it's, I started it reading it myself. Be ready before you read that. What's, um, what's that book by Bob Bob Goff? Love, Love does. Love yeah, does. I want to read that one. Of my one. Favorite, uh, like books about uh, faith. I think that one is a nice setup. If, if, because he does mention some of his like stories of when he was like newly saved and stuff. Uh, 
there's so. a there's a book and it's, it's a fictional book it's christian fiction but it's um it's really it, it, one of my favorites it's called joshua by joseph gerzon and uh in it it tells the story of you know you got a small town i think it's in uh I don't know, Texas or Pennsylvania. It's not important. But a small little town, and all of a sudden there's this mysterious guy that moves to the outskirts of town, and everybody in the whole small community knows everybody else. They've grown up together. But this dude moves in, and everybody has all these questions about him. And as the story plays out, you begin to see that he is... He's Jesus, and that's that's kind of the, the story of it. And it's a really beautiful book. One of my youth leaders, when I was a teenager, said, you should read this. You know, you'll enjoy it. And I, I've read it. I've, I've bought copies for other people. I, I just really enjoy this story because um, it's certainly not scriptural, canonical, but it's a, a really interesting window into the way that Jesus would live his life in, in our culture. And I think it, the book is from the 1980s, I think. I mean, it's it's a, definitely a dated book but they made a movie about it a few i was about years to ago. say i was about to yeah. ask did they make a movie because yeah, i think did. we saw it here and uh it was i mean it's a good good but it's a really cool story and it's an interesting way to see jesus in the frame of our own kind of modern uh, modern world um anything else i really like uh, praise habit by david crowder it's just a, a book about praising the lord but also like taking it as like not making it like a habit like a habitual thing but also like how nuns will take like their habit and they wear it and that's kind of what everybody sees about them is their habit and making like your praise being what everybody sees about you and David Crowder is a really funny and quirky guy and he keeps that in his writing too because a lot of times I'm reading it and it's a book about praising God and it's like oh you laugh I'm, out I'm loud. laughing yeah. out loud while, like he does this whole thing about like how the first time one of the times he was riding a plane and saw the sun rise from like like through the clouds on the on the on the plane window because he never sits in the win- on the window seat and so he starts like yelling at the readers like why didn't any of you track me down somehow and tell me about this because it is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen and it's I it's love very riding funny. in the window seat window seats, what's it's up? my favorite never done it I, I, I've never rode an airplane I did that uh, on my way back from Philadelphia it was really nice my up. niece threw a fit because we didn't have the window seat on the way back to Florida <laughs> and thankfully the person sitting there let us switch seats one time I flew back from Arizona and it was in the middle of the night and it was a storm so I want you to imagine this. There in Arizona, you fly over the desert, and mm-hmm. there's no towns out there at night. So, so it's dark. whatever you look down, to, you think you're going to see on the ground. You got nothing, mm-hmm. and you're seeing all you could see out the window in every direction was just lightning, and that was it. So it was just pitch black, and then lightning, That's lightning, awesome. lightning, 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 lightning. It was beautiful and horrible, horrifying, horrible. <laughs> it was horrible. I made up a word for it. That's it was beautiful, beautiful and horrifying. Man, that's uh, just horrible. Um. From Brent, what criteria, and he, and he gave a, kind of a long preamble to this question, but I'm going to skip straight to the question. What criteria do you use when determining whether or not something in the nerd world is good for a Christian to consume or isn't good for a Christian to consume? What criteria do you use when determining, yeah, I can watch that or I can play that or no, I can't? A good um thing to keep in mind and the and this doesn't even necessarily have to be for just nerd criteria just for life and things in general like movies you watch or where you spend your time um it's like if my pastor was over my shoulder if someone who whose spiritual opinion and influence in your life is important imagine if they saw you doing this or playing this game or going to this place or whatever how would they feel about it hmm. It's always yeah. it's always a really good one to kind of keep in mind. That's that's kind of how I how I view it sometimes too, or even so much like how would I feel if like a student in our youth group was Ooh, was doing or watching or playing this? Like, would I 
what I try to not talk them out of it, but what I try to encourage them to not do something like that. And if it's and I if it's something that I would talk to them about in that way, then it's something that I shouldn't be doing either. Mm-hmm. It's the, there's yeah. that double standard of I know what I'm doing, or I can filter this, mm-hmm. and it's fine. But I think that if we live by the standard that we expect, uh, this could go for anything. If we drove the way that we want other people to drive, <laughs> or if we treated people the way you know that's what Jesus said, right? You know, do unto others. And um, so I think that if you put it in that frame of, okay, if someone I'm leading shouldn't do this, then I probably shouldn't do it either. Mm-hmm. That's why you, you have your own standards about it. Right. But the standards that we find to be malleable uh, should not be. We should say, okay, well, what is what is okay? Is profanity okay at all? Is nudity okay at all? Is yeah. violence or, you know, I, we were t- I was talking to someone about Wonder Woman, which is coming out this weekend. And uh, which has got a ridiculously high Rotten yeah, Tomatoes like 95%. rating, yeah. right? And I said, uh, I said, well, what is it rated? So it's PG thirteen. So we had to look up why is it PG thirteen? Because you know, there's just there's moments when you go see some of these movies. My, like I didn't want to take. If I would have known when we saw the first Guardians of the Galaxy, like just random profanity, just yeah, out of the middle of nowhere. Or uh, when when the the Netflix shows come on, and I go, okay, yeah, these are really cool. I want to watch these, and then. I can't say, yeah, dude, you should watch this show because I know that in episode two, there's going to be like a mommy daddy scene that's going to, yeah, okay, that's not, that's not savory mm-hmm. for everyone. Yeah. So when do, but I, well, that it's, you know, it's fine. I can ignore it, but I wouldn't want somebody else to, to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, maybe we should hold ourselves up to the standard that we expect other people to live up to as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, I mean, it, this, this particular, you know, topic is real deep because I was, I didn't want to interject earlier because guys were talking i didn't want to talk over you but when you were talking about is it malleable for me um i I just thought to myself imagine a whole church filled with people like that like that how they're holding themselves accountable is by their own like what they feel is acceptable for them as opposed to okay well what does what does the word of god say that that we're all supposed to live by so I guess I just kind of thought about that I mean I I think to myself about that you know like have I have I particularly watched something or read something um that I was like well I can I can close my eyes you know during this particular scene or I'm going to close my ears or or somebody told me that this particular moment's going to happen in this movie I'm going to close my eyes during this you know like and it just gets deep but um I think that in itself is is another another conversation to have. <clears throat> and we need to be aware just of even the seeds that, that are planted in our hearts and in our minds because, yeah. you know, you might see something and it's it's nothing, but all that information is, is filed away and yeah. it, it ultimately does, it really does desensitize us to the, the bigger picture. That's why I get concerned and I immediately become a hypocrite anytime I call one particular thing out. But that's why I get concerned about things that are, are overly dependent upon the use of magic, uh, sorcery, and wizardry because not that I think that um, I'll just say by name something like Harry Potter is necessarily satanic, but the 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 over purveyance of that as a normal, natural, healthy, enjoyable, family friendly thing does desensitize us to the fact that there really are spiritual things and that there is a wicked anti God application for that in real life. Mm. But little kids see it and they want to emulate it and they want to put on their robes and go to Hogwarts at Universal and 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 make play of it. So, like for me, 
I don't think that Stephen's relationship with Christ is in jeopardy if he watches that movie. But if he were to just, for example, put a Harry Potter sticker on the back of his car, and other, it, then it gives him the, it gives other people the permission to follow him. And as John Maxwell says, it's the law of the lid to to follow him and fall below where his own standard is of what's acceptable. So you know you got to be careful of things that you accidentally endorse as well. All right, next question. <laughs> Um, can Tori please come back at least? No, okay. Um, yes. What would you ask God? This question is from Paulo. What question would you ask God if you knew for sure that you would receive an audible reply? What do you want me to do with my life? <laughs> <laughs> Just tell me everything. Should I do this? <laughs> what question would you say should I do? Should I pursue film? That's what. That's what my question would be. And what if he says no, and you've wasted your one question? Well, then I would know not to pursue it. I would know to use my talents elsewhere. Are you pursuing it? Not actively. I want to pursue it. Then how could you know if... Well, No, that's a valid question. How do you know, like... Yeah, how, how would you know if... Yeah, how would... I know this sounds cheesy, I, but how do you know if you don't try? No, I totally get I totally okay. get your question. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and really, it's just my... If I'm just going to be honest, it's my, my dislike of change. And I did, and uh, a lack of motivation on my end. No. What's a question you would ask God if you knew He was going to straight up answer you in person, in voice? I guess if I were to ask Him now, it would I would say, well, what were the, what was the exact reason that I went through X in my life? Um, you know, just I've had a lot of weird things. My parents got divorced, you know, just things of that nature. But if I could ask him collectively, like, okay, 32 years old, collectively, I've, I've been through a lot. What, what was the, what was the meaning of that? Like, if I could figure out a way to collectively ask him, you know, all of the, the happenstances, the negative happenstances that have gone in my life, like the reasoning behind that, that's what I would ask. Cool. What's the one thing about me that needs to die, needs to change, or let go of to be more like you? Wow, that's I a thought good, you that's that a really good die. One. What's the one thing like about me that needs to change that I need to let go of to be more like you? Wow, that's a good one. Neff, hmm. you're messing us up, Paulo. <laughs> like deep thought you're questions. You're messing us up, baby. Because like, there's so many good ones to like think to ask. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to waste my one question. How you doing, guy? <laughs> hey, how you doing? What's up? <laughs> I don't know. Everybody asks you questions about themselves. How are you? How are you? Really? <laughs> been better? No. <laughs> I'm the best. But I've also been worse. <laughs> Is that theological? Is that sound? Mm. Okay. Certainly didn't like the Israelites for a while there. <laughs> so... <laughs> Still not over that golden cow thing. <laughs> I got beef. What did Jesus I, write in the sand? Really hard to get to over. <laughs> and don't and believe me, I've tried. Jackie, what would you ask God? Hmm. I don't know. It's like my first thought kind of goes to um, I feel called to music education. That is what I've been wanting to do since I was in middle school. And I mean, I still feel that call in my life. I know God's going to work in me through that and things are going to happen um, with it. So part of me is like, well, do I want to ask when it's going to happen? Because I know it's going to happen because 
that's God's promise to me is I'm, I'm going to do this. Um, so like, I don't know, like, am I, am I, am I in the right direction right now? Do I need to do more in one area, less in another? What's, um, what, what do I need to do? Because I've felt stagnant for a little while. Um, and recently got a little boost, um, as a kind of like pushing me a little bit more towards what I want to do. It's still like up in the air of what's going to happen is going to happen because I don't want to give out too much details, but, um, I'm like a little confidence streak right now with gotcha. what I'm going for. And I just want to make sure like, am I doing the right thing? Am I trying to take on too much? Cause I have a bad habit of doing that. You do indeed. <laughs> oh, I know my question. You already had it, Beth. Oh. Go ahead, buddy. Uh, well, it'd pretty much be like, I guess it'd be like a now question. Cause I mean, I couldn't ask him anything later, but I think it'd be important right now. Especially since we're talking about like our future plans and how he wants us to get to those points. Sure. Which, which college he wants me to go to? Because <laughs> and how question. and how like what what and how class am I gonna path? pay for it? <laughs> well, because University of Kentucky. No, because I know I'm I know I'm called to do music ministry, and it's just like this big whole thing where I I I, I prayed a lot about it. Because there's being a worship pastor, which I know is my calling, and there's also my other music, like my 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 hip hop music and stuff like that, that I work on that I've gotten a bit a really good positive response with. Sure. But I don't want them. I don't want if I'm supposed to be doing God's work with the with the worship pastor thing. I don't want my other music to interfere with that because well, that's important stuff. That that's that's kingdom work. You know, I don't want. I don't want the one thing that God has blessed me with as far as talents go to interfere the other thing that God has blessed me with. Let me ask you this, and this is along the same lines of what I said to Stephen. What have you done to pursue being a, a worship pastor? If you, you say with, with such confidence that you know that that is your calling, what, what have you done to pursue it? That, see, that's one of those things. Like, Follow-up question. What is hindering you from pursuing it? Just myself at this point. Because because the the rat who never steps into the maze never runs into any dead ends, but also never gets the cheese. And I, I think that like that's the thing is like so many people say I I feel like God's called me this. And first off, I just I, I hate the word feel like so much because, uh, dude, I want to walk by faith, not by feel like. You know. Mm-hmm. And so, but but if God has called you to do these things and you have, and, and first off, sometimes a calling is nothing more than just a passion. Sometimes the God's calling is just, like David was, was David called to be a worshiper or a shepherd? No, but it was his passion and it was his job. His passion was to worship God. His job, because he was the youngest brother, was to go watch the animals. But God used that in him to make him into a great leader and a great king and a great psalm writer. And, and we see the blessings because of that because David was David followed his passion and he was he was faithful where he was planted he was faithful where he was so so where are you and what are you doing now and I, and I'm not knocking you for this because as I look around this table everybody that's around this table is doing something right now where they're planted and then you have your passion which is your your music so what are you doing to to sow into that because you can't grow it if you don't sow it so so follow that so you and the reason I'm thinking is because you guys are wasting wishes here you're, you're wasting your things saying 
God answer this question when a lot of these things God might say, okay, I can answer that for you, but it's already in my word. Yeah. Or, I, you know, or I've already given you the answer if you would just stop and listen to the passion and the heartbeat that I've put it within you already. Um, and to that, I just say, there's also the, the ability to look beyond what you feel your calling is to find your identity. Because even if you are a worship leader or if you are a worship pastor, that is not who you are. Ultimately, you are a minister, and music is a tool that you use to minister. Uh, or if you're you're a farmer, if you're using a trowel, if you're using a rake, if you're using a uh, a hoe, if you're using uh, whatever the, the the tools might be for the trade, the the process is what comes up out of the ground, not what you use to put. You're, you know, put it in. So, so if your if your process is to sing and to lead people in that area, what's the fruit that's coming out of that? Ultimately, ministry. Ultimately, bringing people to a closer relationship with Christ. Um, so, what are you doing to invest in that? EJ, you look like you're chomping. Yeah, yeah. Just because I mean, and I, it's pretty much along the same lines of what you're saying. Because I've been, uh, I wanted to read uh, Colossians three twenty three. Um, I'm gonna do it from the New Living Translation, and or I'll do it from sorry the NIV. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. And what I think about this is that if Jesus is Lord of Lord and King of Kings, think about it. Think about it like this. If you if you're working with all of your heart toward for the Lord, think of, OK, you're working for a principal, you're working for a senior pastor, you're working for the president of the United States. Jesus is supreme over Jesus is supreme over all of that. Mm -hmm. So if, if he's calling us to work for him, Mm -hmm. like whatever you do, work at it with all your heart. Like, and this is piggybacking off of what, what, what Tony's talking about. And this is, I'm talking to myself as well. This is a, I'm looking in the mirror, man in the mirror, Michael Jackson moment, you know, (laughs) Am I doing what I'm doing in excellence? We could sit here and say, you know, I, I want to be an artist. I I want to go to San Diego Comic-Con. That's that's my thing, guys. I'll, I'll put myself on the table. My thing is I want to go to San Diego Comic-Con. What is EJ Nieves doing to get there? Okay, I, I want to be uh, in film. I want to be a, a worship uh, pastor, you know. Right now, and what we're doing, whether we want to be a podcast with more than eighteen reviews on iTunes, <laughs> <laughs> like what individually, collectively, what are we doing to show God that we're working for Him and only Him in excellence? So it's almost like we all have to review tape and say, "Well, you know that I," and, and not that watching Netflix and, and playing video games and and hanging out and and spending time with friends is is, is that's not bad. There's rest in that, but. If we're doing that a majority of the time, there's no excellence in that. There's no excellence in mediocrity. So I don't know. It just it just kept on. Tony was talking, and the whole time, like we have to work in excellence. We're working for the Lord here. Like, and and even if we're in school, there's so much you can be doing. You you know, it, you could be with your phone. You know, just anybody, not just Stephen, myself, anybody that wants to be in film. You if you have a smartphone, you can make videos. You know it. You know, I think about um, Neff is in a great position, you know, under Tony's leadership, you know, like 
Tony does worship, you know, like it's just you can do what you want to do for the Lord now in this season. I think a lot of people want that piece of paper. I'm thinking about Jackie with um, uh, music education. You can do that now. You know, you could do that now, right now, you know, um, with children at our church, you know, like we could do we could be in excellence. Not that, I'm not saying that nobody is not doing things in excellence, but we can pursue what we want now. One, um, once again, I'm 32. If there's one thing I'm an advocate about is. I wish I, I had the mindset of trying and failing like I do now in my 30s. I wish I had that in my 20s. And I look at, you know, a lot of my peers here at church and then even in this podcast, you know, cast that you guys are in your 20s. And it's like, go get it, you know, like go get it and go do it. But I, I don't want to keep going. But yeah, no, it's that's true. And that's, you know? that's good. I, what I was going to say to kind of tag on with uh, what EJ said is um, basically if we're not doing any kind of effort like if we're just kind of sitting there waiting for god to talk like you got to yep. put your money where your mouth is you got to actually like get up and do something yes. about it sure um the, the here, here am i lord send me it, yeah. like and that was something that i kind of struggled with a little bit because i was in school for music i was starting to play again and do all that good stuff and it's just like i felt like i was like well i need to do more and i keep talking about wanting to do this thing but i haven't done it yet so i finally like went down to my old high school and talked to my old band director about hey i want to be on the staff for the marching band this mm -hmm. season. I want to help. I want to learn how mm -hmm. you run the program. I want to learn how to do this. And he hasn't given me an answer yet, so it's probably going to be a no, but I'm still going to show up anyway. Um, praise God. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie will get a restraining order, but man, she's following her dreams. I, I am an OCPS volunteer, so sucka. Today's the last day of school, so I was talking to some of our students. We just had our youth service tonight, and I was talking with a girl in our cafe after uh, church, and, you know, we were just talking about summer plans and the different mm -hmm. things that, that go on, and she's going into 11th grade, and I said 11th grade was a big turning point for yeah. me because mm -hmm. 11th grade was the year I was probably the most social at school, mm -hmm. but it brought me, me to the point where I, at the end of it, I said, I'm really done with this because as much as I'm enjoying myself and as much as I'm, I'm active, I'm moving, I'm doing things, I realized I was doing things in the direction opposite than what God had for me mm -hmm. or opposite than the, like I was, I was doing things that were fun, but I wasn't fueling my passion. Mm -hmm. And uh, at the end of 11th grade, I basically quit all of the things that I did at school and started coming to church every single day because I knew where I was driven to be. So I put the time in. I did my, you know, what do you call it? Your 10,000 hours or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, every single day after school, when I, I had a job. I worked at Subway in my senior year. And, dude, I never showed up to that job. Like, dude, Subway straight up hated me. Because I used to be like, they, they'd be fine. Like, they'd page me because it was the 90s. Mm -hmm. And I, <laughs> I'd call them back. They're like, you were scheduled to be here at 430. I'm like, <laughs> I'd be like calling him back from the phone at church like, uh, yeah, I'm not coming in today. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Dude, I, and ultimately I even, I even quit that. My parents, you need to have a job. So you know, I got a job here at church, like working, wow. like watching kids after school for, dude, I, I watched them for like three hours a day, one day a week. I only got paid to be here one day a week, Wednesdays for three hours from, wow. from three to six. And uh, I think I made 15 bucks a week. And uh, the rest of the days I was still here at church. I was still learning. I stayed with my youth pastor. I watched everything he did. I tried everything he did. He gave shout out to Chip Bennett. He gave me the opportunity to try and to fail and yeah. to, to get up and try again. But I knew that's what I wanted to do. And I did it. I did it. And I didn't let anybody stop me. I tried when I got out of high school and my, my parents told me that, well, you should go get this job over here and, and go make actual money. And you can do that in your spare time. I said, no. 
I've got to follow the call, call of God in my life. I've got to follow this thing that I'm the, the thing that I'm more passionate about than anything else. And dude, I worked for years. I had made no money, dude. I was butt poor, and, but I was learning and growing, and and I had great leadership in my life. And um, you know, 22 years later, it's kind of working out a little bit. <laughs> I'm still in the same church that I started in when I was a high schooler. I still, I'm still, you know, I. I I can pay my bills now. I get paid more than $15 a week. <laughs> but uh, you know, you but you've got to see your thing and you got to walk it out. You got to see it, you got to walk it out. If you if you don't start, you don't finish. And I mean, yep. and you can see the fruits from coming from you, Tony, like I mean, just looking at the students and the leadership team that you have because a lot of them were directly influenced by you as their youth pastor. I mean, I'm super thankful for you being here at this church because you've been an instrumental part in my walk with God and me coming to Christ. Well, thank you. So tonight I wasn't even able to be in the youth service. I had I had a meeting that I was unable to avoid, which is it was a good meeting. It was positive, but um, I got up there and I did my 11 minute sermon and I scooted out of the room and um, it was and and I turned it over to my leaders and I knew my leaders could do it and most of them are kids that came up in the youth group that are now in their 20s. And they're working hard, and they're getting it. And and they went over to the other side. And I know maybe some of them, you know, get get a little easily distracted and like having conversations with each other instead of ministering to actual teenagers. But for the most part, everybody got in there, everybody served, everybody did their thing, and I was super proud of that. Um, and I guess that's the result of your hard work is that when you begin following that path and when you begin answering that question, you begin um, to not only move forward, but you empower other people to answer that question in their lives as well. Man, Paulo, you just took over our stinking show, man. <laughs> Thanks for Dang the question, it, though. Thanks, Paulo. I'll see Thanks, you Paolo. Monday. But uh, that's, the, that's, the, that's the real bottom line here is that there, God loves questions. In the Hebrew tradition, that's actually one of the ways that the rabbis used to teach. Yes. They, they would ask questions. questions and uh, as they would ask questions, the students that would answer, that was that was a learning method. Um, that's we, why when, when Jesus... Uh, when he was like 12 and got left uh, when they were doing the uh, census, right? Census? No, that was when he was born. No, okay, then was taxes? <laughs> they, yeah, they were the, paying the taxes? The, when they, they were going to Jerusalem for, for Passover, right? Oh. They were at the temple. When they when they stopped at the temple and Jesus was a lad and, then, yeah, and, and they, they lost left, him. They left Jesus they left at the him. temple. It's like halfway home, like, oh, crap, we left Jesus. We left the Son of God. <laughs> and they go back. Turn and around. They, and the Bible's like, and the rabbis were amazed they were astonished. at teaching with his questions. Well, they were astonished at the questions he was asking. But in, the, in their culture, that meant that he was, in, in a manner of speaking, teaching the teachers, which is kind of cool. And I love it when God asks questions. I love it when, when God brings it. One of my favorite things is in the book of Job. When, you know, oh. tonight, tonight's whole thing, you know, 42 is the ultimate, the, the answer to the ultimate question. In, in, in Job, at the end of the book, when Job this whole time has been suffering and he finally is like, God, what's the deal? And God's like, let me ask you some questions, big Were you friend. There let, me, let me ask you, put on pen. your big boy pants. Let me, <laughs> let me pull up a stool. Let me, let me ask you something. And God comes at him, you know, he's like, you know, where were you? Do you know? How could you? You know, you don't even know. And uh, it, that's, a, that's an amazing thing. The first question that God ever asked in the Bible. Anybody know what it is? First question that God ever asked. Why are you hiding? Close. Yeah, Very it? close. Where are you? Where are you? Yeah. That's exactly it. Where are you? Uh, Adam and Eve just sinned. And they're basically, they, in their fear, in their confusion, their guilt, they ran away from God. Uh, in Genesis chapter 3. So the Lord shows up and he calls out to Adam. You know, the Lord shows up because he wasn't there before, right? He was just like, then he, then the Lord arrived and uh, the Lord called Adam and he said, where art thou? Where are you? Um, 
the questions that God asks are so revealing about the way that he expects us to answer and the way that he expects us. One of the most powerful questions in, in the Bible is when Jesus is with the disciples and he said, who do, who do people say that I am? And they start answering and they're like, you know, they say that you're John the Baptist, you know, hey, you're, you're Elijah, you're Elijah, right? You know, like, you, and Jesus stops. And he says, who do you say that I am? What a powerful question. What a powerful question. And that's the question, you know, of, of all the questions we've answered tonight, that's the one question that each of us have to answer is, uh, where, you know, the, it starts with where are you? Where are you in relationship to God? Is your relationship where it needs to be? Is your love for Jesus greater than it's ever been before? Is uh, your your connection with God one that is is open and honest and, and direct or are you hiding from him trying to cover yourself with the closest thing you can find because of guilt or because of shame or because of fear um, when, when Christ looks at you and says who do you say that I am do you say that he's a good man do you say that he's uh, a madman do you say that that he's your Lord um, these are the questions that we all have to answer and um one of the most important questions that you're going to find in the Bible comes from Hebrews chapter 2. It says this, How shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? And that's that's not a question that I can answer. It's not even a question that, that, that the angels you know, or God himself can answer. Um, how can we justify the decision to reject the gift of salvation that God provides for us? You know, God has given every single thing for us. He He gave his own son's life. The, he paid the highest price. Um, how can we How can we reject that? Uh, the decision must be made. And it has to be made by each one and every one of us. Uh, the question has to be answered. Who is Christ to you? And uh, if we call on the name of the Lord, we will be saved. If you believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord, you confess with your mouth that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Saved from what? Saved from an eternity separated from God. Saved from the, the crushing weight of the guilt of your sins. And, uh, and and God desires for us to have freedom, not just so that we can go to heaven one day, but so that we can be heaven in this world right now, so that we can bring the answer and be the answer to the people in this world that are filled with questions, to the people that have nothing but doubt and fear and, and anxiety over their eternity. And, and that's something that I'm, I'm proud to be able to say that everyone around this table has answered that question for themselves. I wish I could answer it for you. I wish I could just check off the box and say, yes, you who's listening right now, you believe in Jesus. Yes, you, you trust in God. Yes, you, you called on the name of the Lord, but I can't. It's something that each and every one of us have the responsibility to do. We're accountable to do, um, myself included. I asked the Lord into my heart. I had to do it. My parents' religion was not good, thank goodness, because my parents' religion was sorely lacking. My, my grandma went to church. That wasn't enough for, to save me. Um, you know, charitable giving is not enough to save you. Uh, church attendance is not enough to save you. My youth pastor used to say, just because you go to McDonald's, don't make you a hamburger. Uh, just because you go to church doesn't make you a Christian. It, it all comes from answering that question sincerely and honestly. Who do you say that he is? Uh, he is Lord. He is the Lamb of God who who takes away the sins of the world. 
He is the author and the finisher of our faith. He is the bright and morning star. He is our hope. He is our peace. He is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through him. Jesus Christ is the very image of God in this world. And, and he is our savior. So uh, answer that question, answer it thusly in your heart. Uh, and if you ask him for forgiveness, he will be faithful to forgive us of all of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And that is the answer that actually makes a difference uh, more than what's your favorite ice cream flavor or, you know, who's your favorite globetrotter. Um, special K. Mint chocolate chip. Is special K a globetrotter? Yeah. That's his favorite ice cream flavor. Oh, man. Mint chocolate no, chip chocolate is Jake's favorite globetrotter. Yeah. I'm confused. But. Sports. Mint chocolate chip. So answer the questions, and uh, and we don't have. I guess we we still have some more that we didn't get to to get to. But um, but thank you so much to everyone who submitted questions and and uh, wrote them in, filled out our form. Thank you to everybody who voted on our best thing ever this week. Don't forget, we need a couple best thing ever ambassadors for next time. So send in your videos. You can email them to uh, nerdofgodcast at gmail.com or connect with us through any of our social media platforms, and uh, you could end up on the show for next time. Uh, if you haven't followed us yet, like, share, subscribe across all the social media platforms. We've got some new merchandise on our Nerd God Cast store, some new Nerd God swag. Uh, yeah. We did debut it last time at our uh, Night of the Guardians event, which was great fun. Yes, yes. it was. I we wouldn't know. A, Merch was flying off the I'm table, sorry. too. Yeah, cool. we had a great time. Dude, it was so funny because the, the, the pastor, Pastor Lloyd, who was, was gracious enough to invite us to this awesome youth rally, uh, had a couple different youth groups that were represented there. We did a, a fun Q&A session at the end of the night. It was Some a really good question. It was really, really great. We had an awesome time with the uh, with the students there at, at, at Epic and, and the other guests that were in the house. But... Um, Afterwards, Pastor Lloyd told me that I guess the next week was their rep week where all the kids in the, the church are supposed to wear their youth group t-shirts to school and then come to church that night, kind of represent their youth group. And he said, well, I guess he got up on, in the pulpit that Wednesday. He said, well, I guess we're going to have to change the name of our youth group to Nerd of God because he said the whole youth group, we're all wearing our t-shirts. That's yeah. great. Awesome. Thank awesome. you, guys. So big shout Thank out you guys. to uh, we do have those new cool our friends in Palmetto. Yeah, I'm wearing one right now. Yeah, this they're is, nice. Yeah, they're it's like a vintage style. style. Vintage style, the original cooperative of Christ culture and nerd culture, the Nerd of God cast radio program with and an internet e. based sundries. Uh, this design is available on our website. You can click on store at nerdofgodcast.com. We've got it available as a t shirt or as a stylish button. Oh, uh, we have a variety of different buttons that you can purchase. Buttons now. are big too. They, I saw yeah, they look and they look real good. One. In fact, we sent we sent some out to our Patreon uh, supporters. Um, I'll, I'll show you this picture, Pastor uh, Bishop. Excuse me. Uh, state Youth Director, Bishop of the uh, State of Indiana, Josh Martin, who is uh, J-Mart, who is one of our supporters, sent me this picture of him. He said, um, thanks for my gift. I wore it to the office and hospital visits today. <laughs> so that's him representing Aww, nice. Nerdy God Cast. Good job, J-Mart. That's a good you. button. You the man, J-Mart. You are the man. So. We not only have T-shirts, we have buttons, and uh, we also have these cool vinyl stickers. They're really, really great on a car window or on a laptop or on your cat, whatever you have. I don't care what you do with them, but uh, they're, they're a lot of fun. we got a great variety of things. They're not only Nerd of Godcast branded things, but they're also really cool ways to share your testimony. Some of them are, are kind of crossover designs between nerd culture and Christ culture. So you got the Iron Man, full armor of God. Uh, you, you've got uh, a Walking Dead-inspired one, uh, Transformers, things like that. So, so go over, get your sticker. If you bundle them up, uh, you know we'll, we'll ship them out to you as soon as we can. Uh, real quick, I think it only takes like two days to get them. And um, we just 
just we're, we're really, really glad to have people all across the country representing the Nerd of Godcast and uh, showing your nerdy colors. So, uh, any other ideas, comments, or questions? Nah. Everybody's feeling good. Everybody's looking good. Everybody's tired and ready to go home. So (laughs) without any further ado, uh, we will say thank you. God bless you. And good night from the Nerd of God cast. Steve-O Supremo. Sayonara. The lovely twins, Jackie and Jess. Bye. The big man, Quentin Neff. EJ, the official Ness. Peace. And Nick, the producer. Goodbye. My name is Tony T. Until next time, we ain't got to go home, but we can't stay here. Peace. Can we? Is that the real question? No. Can we stay here? Nope. You can do anything Mm -hmm. you want, Tony. Berries and cream, berries and cream, berries and cream, berries and cream, berries and cream. A little too well. Uh, This is why we can't have short episodes, guys. I feel extra tonight.